traveled all the way from Canada. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have them back on the program. Crash Test Dummies. Here we go. Hello, boys and ghouls. We're back with episode four of Hash Test Dummies. It's your boy, Sturm. How you doing today, Ben? I'm doing pretty wonderful. Uh, day's not too beautiful outside, but inside I'm feeling absolutely great. Uh, I'm so spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weather bombs. This is not a cult, I promise. <laughs> uh, for now. <laughs> how about you, Swans? How you doing today? I'm good, good. Same as you, man. Feeling good inside, but not good outside. <laughs> it's the weather, man. It's the weather. I've just ruined this. Sherm sure, sure nailed the intro that you just fucking derailed it. It's a little gloomy. Hey, it is the Halloween season, so if I need time to butcher something, it is the season. <laughs> do, you, do you know what, man? I'm not even going to argue that. That was, that was great. <laughs> How are you doing today, though, Tom? <laughs> I'm good, brother. It's always fun to be doing this. Uh, I think we've kind of fallen into like a groove here. Like we were saying, we were we were almost like doing the show before we just hit record on this. We were like, hey, we should probably start. Um, so, <laughs> so here we are. Um, you know, if you're just joining us for Hash Test Dummies, like maybe go listen to the other ones because there's a lot to explain. Um, today, we're going to start the show with our favorite segment, our bad. Our bad. Our yeah. bad. <laughs> lots lots Our of bads. Bad. Um, you know, sadly, we, we thought we were just going to have a treasure trove of bads, but really there was only a couple that we could, like, call ourselves on. Uh, firstly, and, like, probably most prominently, we didn't share uh, Canna Lucas's cheat sheet on the proper storage of concentrates that he sent us, uh, and that's, that's on me. Uh, he sent it to the shop and told me to look for it, um, and I kind of forgot, so my bad, Lucas. Uh, we will share that after this episode. Like, the moment this is published, it'll be tagged on to the post. Um, again, so our bad, man. Sorry about that. Um, and Ben, yeah, you didn't talk about your daily setup at <laughs> all. Uh, so like, while we spent a half an hour doing that, you were smoking weed. I was smoking weed. Yeah. It, it took me a minute to take that dab. Yeah. Or I should yeah. say you were dabbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess I can talk about that now. Yeah, man. You might um, as well let's run down your, your setup. Yeah. My daily driving piece is a THC Glassworks small cycler. Uh, the wood grain and maple syrup one. Okay, and okay. I absolutely love that piece. The function is great. Um, really hits like a dream, and I'm really, really happy with that as my first Teddy. Um, yeah, that was a yeah. good piece. Yeah. Um, besides that, I use an LIQ standard deep dish banger. Uh, I find the heat retention to be really great, really delivers the terpene profile that I'm looking for out of my dabs, and I absolutely love it. A uh, bit of an upgrade since the other week, so I'm actually a little happy that it waited. I got a Dimondium Pearl for the first time. Yes. And awesome. holy cow, Ooh, I cannot go back. Um, simply, I've never had something that's delivered quite the hit that has. You've been and raving about it pretty much yeah. nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've had I to cycle to that one. out of my dunk tank every single time instead of using another Pearl. Yeah. I just can't. It's all I use anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even use like anything else. No rubies. Yeah. It's, it's just Dimondium for it's me. It's what now. Ben yeah. said. Yeah. There's no going back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah sure. You need to get one for sure. Yeah, it seems like it. Bro, Gigi I, was telling me that too. He's I like, might I not have it. any left. I'll check. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> well, there'll be one at somewhere. Some point you'll get more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it for bads. Yeah. Uh, 
Do you have anything else in your daily setup that you want to talk about or share? And I use the Dabrite. My tool is the Dabaratus. Yep. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. What size is your nail? Yeah. My nail is a 10 millimeter. Not don't the joint, right? Don't look Sorry. at me and ask. Um, I, I know. Like this guy's fucking things up it. by asking you about nails. Like, <laughs> I mean, titanium was last <laughs> week, bro. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Tithe and ceramic. No this big guy. deal. I'm, I'm still using the Omni nail. It's yours is a 10 mil, yeah. 10 mil? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Were yeah. you asking joint size or... Yeah, just yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, just doing says. I was like, crap, I can't remember the I diameter forgot, yeah. in the bucket. Um, it was like three yeah. grams. All right. So that's that's it for bats. Awesome, awesome. That's, that's Ben's setup, uh, our bad on that one. I, I didn't write down who asked that question, so if you're listening to this one, again, our bad. Thanks for sticking with us and coming back for this time. Uh, we're glad we could actually get it in. Um, so let's run down our sponsors again. We we are very lucky very fortunate to be blessed by a handful of really wonderful people and wonderful companies. Um, first off, uh, kind selections for the wonderful carts that we are given, the high THC formulations, uh, four carts for all four members of the show, and we have adored those. So thank, thank, you, thank you very you. much, Kind. Yes. Can't recommend those products enough. Um, also heard word that there's maybe a consulting firm coming up with Kind, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, we also Congrats. need to thank Lucky's for the huge spoiling of snacks and drinks on episode two. That was, that was very kind of them. Thank you very much, Lucky's. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all these sponsors, you can find information about in the links below uh, in the description of this podcast and also uh, during the break when we run the ads. Jasmine's Eats hooked us up with an absolute like gorging yeah. <laughs> of wonderful snacks, cake jars, cake pops, gummies, you name it. Um, thank you very much for that. I know thank they're continuing you, on you. as a sponsor, as are the former two. Um, and there will be some fun new stuff, I think, for the next show. So you can stay tuned for that. Be sure to catch everything we're talking about um, when it comes to Jasmine's Eats because they have a pretty staggering array of products right now. There's, um, what do they call those grapes? Ooh, uh, uh, the crack grapes? Crack grapes, yeah. Is that what they're called? Crack grapes. Yeah, they, they look incredible, and I'm, I'm hoping maybe we get some of those. I don't, I don't know if they'll hold up to shipping, Sherm, but we'll... Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. They they look incredible. So again, uh, thank you very much, Jasmine Eats, for all of the goodies that you've hooked us up with. Uh, we also need to thank Living Earth Organics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check their new website at livingearthorganics.ca. Uh, I think it's .dot. Yep. Can you? It's .dot. .ca. Yeah, .ca. Yeah, yeah. livingearthorganics.ca. Just confirm that for I'll me. I'll confirm uh, that. <laughs> things we should do before the show. Uh, <laughs> we also need to thank Fitz and Gerald Creations, who puts in a lot of the hard work to create the clothing that we were given from Living Earth Organics, and we are all blessed by that. Like I wear my fit from them. I want to say almost like almost on a daily basis. Super and I, when I relax and like change out, finally yeah. get like my my time to myself, like 10 p.m. Like that's almost always what I grab right now. So thank you guys again, just so much for that. It is LivingEarthOrganics.ca. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you, making me dumb myself. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> And they also just released those uh, or announced those zip up hoodies, Ooh, which I'm really yeah. excited for. Ooh, there you go. So yeah. So we'll, yeah. All, we'll, we'll probably all be uh, picking up some of those, uh, I'd yeah. imagine, with how happy we are with the gear that we were given. So, again, thank you so much, uh, Megan and Nathan. We appreciate mm-hmm. you very, very thank, much. Thank you. Uh, and lastly, we have to thank uh, this thing of ours. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we were blessed with some cans of the raspberry and strawberry lemonade, the hash, ro- hash rosin infused. Uh, and it's a nano infusion tech they use, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, nano emulsion. So the nano, sorry, nano emulsion. Yeah. So they they use the nano emulsion uh, tech, and they're 200 milligrams a can. They were wild. 
Um, I I actually said when we were drinking them on the last show, I had to stop drinking it halfway through and put it in the fridge. Because when we were on the show, like, I was really feeling it towards the back end. And I was already, like, sick during the last show. Like, like physically with my health not feeling well. So, I was gone. And it was incredible. So, thank you so much uh, to this thing of ours for those wonderful cans of raspberry and strawberry lemonade. Let's let's chat about this for a moment, guys. This is kind of what we do now when we get these sponsor goodies. We, we want to try them out and then come back on the next show and give a little bit better opinion of how we feel about them. So, I know, again, like, for me, it hit the spot I'm, I'm a happy camper and the flavor of the raspberry one the strawberry one is good as well but i like i prefer raspberry always anyways uh, i find it quite delicious so uh swans what do you what do you think about those this thing of ours lemonades flavors were on point for sure for both of them uh the raspberry i like more just because of the tart i usually am not a raspberry person so that's why i'm saying ah. that um and that mixed really really well i find with the the hash rosin chirps. I feel like you it can did. slightly yeah. get a taste of it, it's but it's not. Yeah, it's very subtle. It's, it's complimentary. Not, yeah, it's and the tart yeah. just kind of complements that. I find really well. So, yeah, I think the taste was on point. Uh, same with the effect. Um, yeah, I, I'm stoked to see the new flavors that are going to come in stock. Uh, hopefully, sooner than later. Yeah. yeah, Ben, what are your thoughts? I'm a lemonade guy. Always have been. Always will be. Every time I see like a street vendor selling it, I got to go pick up a cup. This stuff beat out pretty much every single one I've tried on taste alone. The fact that it also has hash rosin in it (laughs) and has a good, great high to it. uh, Can't really be matched. I'm absolutely sold. What'd you think of the flavor? The flavor? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, absolutely killer. I mean, the raspberry was my favorite, as was yours. And uh, yeah, the flavor of the fruit mixed so well with the tartness of the lemons you're being so eloquent i was trying to set you up to hit that sound but you just went full-blown like wine sommelier on the description yeah that's where my like drink tasting history is (laughs) took that wine science course and it all went downhill from there Uh, sherm what was uh what was your take on this thing of ours lemonades the raspberry strawberry Uh, i'll probably say the same thing like the I'm a lemonade guy too. So like when I tasted that first sip and I was like, damn bro, like that tartness Mm -hmm. with the very minor sweetness from the cane sugar, all organic flavoring, man, I got to say it's top notch. Yeah. Uh, I definitely, I always like raspberry lemonade over strawberry lemonade anyways. Okay. So I did like the, and honestly, I don't know why I felt like the raspberry ones were hitting me more. I don't know. Maybe it's like a placebo thing and I was just digging the flavor more and I was like, yeah, let's get it. But the strawberry <laughs> ones got me high, but I feel like it didn't get me like as high as the I appreciate your one. honesty. Yeah. <laughs> it was the terps. We got to keep it a stack. Yeah, you, you never know, right? 100%. Maybe them raspberry terps doing uh, some scientific. So that, uh, that wraps it up for the current sponsors for the show that are sticking up. We have one last sponsored segment that we're going to roll into. Uh, huge thanks to Terpy TV, who has been basically our number one sponsor since the very, very beginning. Uh, hooked us all up uh, literally on day one before the first episode. Mm-hmm. So we can't thank Terpy TV enough. Go check them out. Uh, make sure you can listen to the ad at the break here uh, in about an hour or so. We are going to get this started and talk about uh, Ben's complete illiteracy when it comes to <laughs> pop culture in, in virtually every way. Like it's, I know that might sound mean, but like if you've listened to the last couple of shows, you know what we mean. Anytime someone makes a movie reference, Ben's like, yeah, yeah. And we're like, you didn't get that, did you? And he's like, no. 
<laughs> if it's movies or TV, chances are I'm absolutely lost. Yeah, you <laughs> might have seen a trailer. Yeah, yeah, but we've been we've been slowly getting him to watch some stuff, and, it, and it's going over. And, and Sherman, and I did get him to commit to watching like some Marvel movies and shit. So we'll yep. see how that works out. Um, maybe we'll have to do, like we said, maybe we'll have to do a show about that. But <laughs> anyways, let's continue. We got a lot to talk about. In this day, uh, first up, huge shout out again to the sponsor of this segment, Terpy TV, for providing Dune. Like, I I yeah. was jacked. I'm a fan of the book, uh, the first book specifically. I know there's multiple. It's the only one I read uh, years ago, and I was a huge fan of it. Um, to see it done like this, shot so beautifully with such an incredible cast is wild. Uh, and it sounds like the part two is all but confirmed at this point. So... Again, I'm I'm super excited. I don't know if anybody else here had the chance to watch Dune yet. No, not yet. Okay, so I don't want to. Yeah, s- I'm stoked. Sherm did. Yeah, I did. What'd you think? So in the beginning, I kind of wasn't really into it. I'm yeah. not gonna front, but it picked up more and more as it went, and it just kept drawing me in. And the acting was really good, man. That Timothy dude or Timoth, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Salome. But yeah, he was sick. Uh, you know, I love Jason Momoa, Zendaya, I love her. I was waiting for her the whole movie, and then I was like, where the hell is she at? And then she came later. Bro, she's um, in, like, the first couple minutes. Yeah, I know, but then, like, I was like, what's <laughs> what's the what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yo, I love Oscar Isaac. Like, Same. Uh, like, One of the best so in the world amazing. Right And, like I'm, a, like, I'm stoked that he's doing, you know, the thing with Marvel. We'll, like, touch on that later, but, like... Yeah. He's an amazing actor, and just him in the movie was just so good. And I liked what the movie was. I never read the books. Yep. So I liked what the movie was about, that whole spice thing, you know, yep. like emperor type shit. You know, it's cool. It's I'm, a very I'm, I'm singular conflict, like much like Game of Thrones in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, not to oversimplify it, but it's kind of a Game of Thrones in space where you have uh, fa- like familial houses okay. that are ancient, that have run for a long time, yeah. and have had certain tasks and duties and things like that. Um, and it begins with a, like uh, a long ruling family being basically like deposed of their like stewardship of a planet. Yeah. Um, and it's basically a singular conflict over this thing called spice, which is refined and used for all manner of things. Um, they, they shot this movie. So like, I will like, it's not a spoiler. The, the movie very much ends in the middle of the story Okay, because they shot it. That's a two part movie. Trippy. And it, it is kind of off putting. So like, it is. I do without spoiling anything to anybody. I just want to say, like, beware. It does have that, um, but it that. does sound like part two is all but confirmed. And you got to understand, like, on a scale this large, we're talking about movies like this big with like shot so incredibly. It's it takes time, you know, and like to to give us this complete story in a single like three hour or four hour movie would have just completely yeah. like undercut yeah, the story, right? Understood, right? yeah. Uh, much like how they could uh, never get Game of Thrones to work as a series of movies before they did the show, because there's just too much shit to pack okay. in, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, again, like I, I'm, I'm happy we're getting two parts. Sorry, Sherm. Uh, one thing I will say is I couldn't stop fucking laughing the entire movie, because every time they said spice, it just reminded me of the South Park episode where they wanted the spice <laughs> melange <laughs> and they're trying to get Tom Brady's spice melange. And they just kept saying it. I was dying. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for part two. I can't. <laughs> but yeah, that shit was killing me. Dune man. crossover so far. Yeah, so go check out yeah. Dune. I don't want to say anything else in fear of spoiling yeah. things. Um, but it's definitely worth watching. Um, and I've I've read some articles from the cast that basically said it's like the largest indie movie 
like shot recently. Like they, the set very much cool. felt like an indie movie. And that's kind of like Star Wars. Like if you go back and read about the first Star Wars, it was very much the passion of the people making it, not the paychecks. They got them through that first movie. 100%. Um, and there's always like the famous line of that Star Wars was saved in the editing room. It makes you wonder like how much of this movie might have been cut out too to make it short enough for theaters. We've seen that so many times. Look it's at true. Zack Snyder's yeah. Justice League was released at what, four hours and 40 minutes in four parts? Wow. Right? When it was redone. So like it, it makes you wonder sometimes like if, if maybe before part two comes out, maybe we'll get a director's cut of this that has like another True. 30 or 40 minutes of character development and exposition and makes that semi, like, like a, I'm not going to say semi, full-blown cliffhanger a little more attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I wish I had the underlay. That'd be like a good, <laughs> good, good tight for the show. <laughs> so uh, straight up, before we jump into like the one of the larger topics in today's uh, pop culture illiteracy with Uno segment, <laughs> it's basically just called this because we had to find the reason to justify why you can't chip in on it. <laughs> um, so real quick, sure, something you and you and I both watched was the DC Injustice animated movie. Yeah. Um, Ben's played the game, so he knows the story. Uh, Swans, are you familiar with the story of Injustice? No. So Injustice is like an alternate world. And okay, heads up, we didn't spoil Dune. We're going to spoil Injustice because it's yeah. old as fuck. And like, if you haven't gotten there yet, you're probably not going to yet. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, like, or yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah. So um, Injustice is basically an alternate universe where the Joker gets tired of pulling shit on Batman and decides to go and fuck with Superman instead. And because Superman's never dealt with the Joker, the Joker basically is like playing with a, a kitten. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, I'm familiar, yeah. yeah. So what he does is he uses um, Crane, like Scarecrow. He yeah. uses Scarecrow's fear gas and uh, poisons Superman with it. Superman thinks Makes he's fighting kryptonite. Doomsday and flies Doomsday into space. When the fear gas wears off, it's Lois Lane, and Lois is pregnant with his unborn child. So he's killed his wife and child. So when Jeez. Superman lands, he becomes a villain. Yeah. Like over time, he becomes a villain. Yeah. And, and he becomes... He's a dictator. A di- he's, for real. He's the, he's the dictator yeah. of the earth. Of the you know? world. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, it's a wild story. It's very much where yeah. they were going with Zack Snyder's Justice League with that whole epilogue scene. Um, that's very much like a post-detonation looking world. Superman. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> if you've seen that, you got a little glimpse of it. That's basically injustice. Uh, cool. Sherm, yeah. how'd you feel about the movie? If I separated the movie from the source material, I enjoyed it. It was like all good. The way it ended was kind of funny and cool. Yep. If we're bringing it to the source material, the yo, man, they like fucked up so much shit. They left out very so key much. parts. Yeah. They like so the way much. they did flash dirty, like it was just thrown away. You know, like, there was a lot that was, like, you know, Green Lantern has a huge arc in that. Like, he goes yellow. Like, that's crazy. Yep. You know, like, Superman wearing the ring. Like, there was a lot they left out. That's why I was, like, I was thinking maybe they'll do a series. But the way they ended it, it seemed like they just wrapped it with that little ending. Well, that's, you know, I think we've seen that a couple times with their animated movies. Not to go too long Mm -hmm. on this one, because I know the other guys haven't seen it. But they do that a lot. You know, where they kind of undercut the source material a little bit and hope that they can hook you into watching a second one if they do it. And in fairness, like, even Injustice had a volume two. Like, it kept going after the story was finished. And it was good. And it was good. Yeah, like, I have every volume. It's great. Like, I I love Injustice. Yeah. 
It's a good read. So I will say, like, go go read the books, watch it, whatever whatever you need to do to get your play experience the game. of injustice. Play the game. Uh, parts one. It's and like Mortal two. Kombat. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's basically that's exactly what it is. It's Mortal Kombat reskinned with DC characters. Yeah, because um, they made it after the Mortal Kombat versus DC game, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Injustice One came out after. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's dive into another DC topic here. Something big <laughs> happened in the last couple of weeks. DC Fandom, which is basically like their Comic Con, um, they released an incredible amount of stuff. A slew. <laughs> like, <laughs> list, yeah. Holy. And we're not even going to talk about everything on this list because we have over a dozen topics on it. So we're going to kind of skim over and talk about like some of the bigger ones. First off, um, I think we should probably talk about the Batman trailer. Mm. Yeah, uh, agreed. I'm going to start off by saying I doubted the casting of the, of Robert Pattinson. Same. It's Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of, of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne and Batman. hundred percent. Um, I've always thought he looks very frail and you know, like people can always change their body. And we've seen that a lot for superhero mm-hmm. roles, roles where people undergo these dramatic uh, transformations yeah. like Chris, Pratt. Christian Bill is a yeah. goat at that. I, I was, I was thinking more like Chris Pratt. Think about what Chris, oh, yeah, Pratt, Chris looked Pratt looked Pratt like, too. like yeah. parks and rec days versus yep. like yep. now as, yep. as uh star or Jonah Hill, even or Jonah Hill. It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah like, true. like people change are, are capable of that for roles because they're passionate with what they're doing. Um, Mm-hmm. And I think it's safe to say that, like, not only visually, but his voice as Batman, like, the whole design of the movie, like, the the kind of retro, almost, like, Looks Mad good, Max yeah. death race looking Batmobile. I'm like, with it. Yeah. I dig it. And Jeffrey Wright as Gordon, like I said, we were talking briefly about this before the show, and I said, like, Jeffrey Wright as Gordon is such a wonderful casting and is, you know, to follow up with, like, Gary Oldman. And stuff like that, mm-hmm. like like you gotta you gotta hit it out of the park. And they did well with J.K. Simmons, but that got cut off. So I'm very happy <laughs> to see Jeffrey Wright playing Gordon. Um, Sherm, what are your thoughts on the Batman trailer? So like, I really hated Ben Affleck when they casted him. So I gave Robert Pattinson a little bit more love because I was like, it's all good. We're going gotcha. uphill anyways for me personally. <laughs> and Rough. I was like, it's all good. He went from the shiny vampire to the bat so yeah i was like it'll yeah. be interesting you know that's fair and he seemed passionate about it from like you know everything i was seeing him in interviews Agreed. and stuff and i've watched other movies of his and seen him act better like than twilight type shit good time so yeah yeah so i was like time. you know i was a little bit like intrigued and then you know that trailer just like really sold me he's literally year one batman like vengeance like i'm not i don't care about bruce wayne i don't care about this or breaking bones like you're not geared there's probably going to be a scene where he comes home takes off the suit he's all bruised up and alfred's gonna be like dude what the fuck he's gonna be like like, alfred yeah Yeah. he's like i don't give a fuck bro dude andy (laughs) circus as alfred is such a wild casting too because he i'm not gonna lie i need to i have to watch the movie to judge that one he's so jacked after being in black panther and playing yeah Yeah. like you remember what he looked like like this is the guy who played Gollum. Mocap yeah. Gollum. Like, if you go watch, Emma and I are watching Lord of the Rings, and we were watching some of the special features the other night. And, like, you look at how small he is, and we talk about actors gaining mass for roles. Holy shit. Look at that guy in the movie he was in. I can't remember what movie it was. Right before um, Black Panther came out. And then look at him in Black Panther. And he's huge. And he's basically yeah. still the same size as Alfred. And that's why <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yo, man, Alfred's bigger than Batman. <laughs> Alfred's like, a savage here? man. 
<laughs> I wonder if they're going to give That's us like, the, the show too. like secret agent Alfred. Swans, what do you think? You watched that Batman trailer? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited to see it, man. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm I'm a Batman guy, so and it's something new yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, just I think all the actors will complement <laughs> each other very well. Yeah, yeah Colin Farrell as Penguin, but, but just like yeah, but just like yeah. Sherm said, like I'm. I'm waiting for the movie to kind of yeah, judge it's hard, that, but hard, yeah. yeah, but but I think from the trailer it seems pretty promising. And what about you, Anna? I thought the action scenes looked really well filmed. That got me really but, excited. Uh, um, yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty much mirroring what you guys said. I was really surprised by Robert Pattinson's portrayal. Yep. And I'm excited to see how he carries that forward. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's the performance. I think we talk about the portrayal. You know, like that's that performance is what we're all hinging this on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, everybody else is complimentary to Batman in a Batman movie. Yeah. So it, it really all hinges on that. But it's from true. what we've seen again, it's looking pretty good. And that like that bat suit yeah. looks pretty wicked too. Yeah. So yeah, Batman's the character, right? Bruce yeah. Wayne's the costume. Yep. And I, old, so gotta, I always gotta, feel like the costume has been a great dictation. Like, like the quality oh, of the costume yeah. has always been a great dictation of like what the or foretelling if you will of what the huge. the movie might be like like go back and think yeah. of like the joel schumacher no, batmans yeah like val kilmer and yeah. george clooney and like the bat nipples definitely <laughs> and like like that if that wasn't a warning sign when they were like hey concept art is out all oh, the first shots are out check this out and they were like here's the bat mastercard and bat nipples i have a guilty <laughs> pleasure i'm not gonna lie val i love val kilmer batman dude so do i one day i, I don't know why the halloween Yes. <laughs> the Halloween scene is just, I fucking love it when they go trick-or-treat at the house, man. There's there's some funny shit in those old Bad Batman yeah. movies. <laughs> so funny. Cult classics. Yeah, but then we talk about, like, you know, like, suits changing that. Like, the Dark Knight suit, like, Christopher yeah. Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. The suit Night and that, day, for sure. Wicked. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you compare that to the Batman movie that came previously, like, holy shit, yeah. what an improvement. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, like... I know you weren't a fan of Affleck as Batman, but like that suit. The suit was crazy. And the I do, I do think Knight. he was a great Bruce Wayne. Oh, what? See, I thought he was a better Batman and I didn't like him as do Bruce you, Wayne. Have so. you read Dark Knight Returns? Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns? I've, I've watched it and I have the books. I haven't read them yet. Okay, though. so if like particularly for me, like I'm a huge fan of Frank He's Miller's He's like an work. older Batman. He's basically yeah. the Batman from that. And I thought he, he yeah. nailed that because he is kind of old and like cantankerous and like a little like... You know, he's becoming that guy himself, I think, as a person. So he embodied that part of that really well. You know, maybe not the traditional Batman, but for me, yeah. I think he caught that part well. Yeah, I can agree. Um, and so I think, like, you know, there's, it might not be what fit, but I think, like, quality-wise, it's not, like, bad compared to George Clooney as Batman. Right? Like, no, like, <laughs> like George Clooney as Batman is, like, one of the most amazingly the terrible, wonderful things yeah. that's ever existed from the world of entertainment um, yeah so again suit reflecting the quality of the film let's hope that keeps up because this suit looks pretty freaking cool mm -hmm. i'm a fan i don't know why i just stopped myself from swearing like i was on a family-friendly show fuck <laughs> I, made, I made up for it we're good okay yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on so there's there is a Catwoman animated movie um i'm excited for that it looked cool I, i've been yeah, a fan yeah, of Catwoman. Cool. Uh, I have like the whole 90s run of Catwoman, like the purple suit Catwoman. So like I'm I'm a big fan. And of where that, is you know? she? Because she's not in Gotham. It's like right. It looked like she was somewhere else. Uh, there's a chance she would be in like Bloodhaven, maybe, but like, mm. like like with night like Nightwing kind of area. I could, I guess yeah, maybe maybe check that out. And we'll and we'll we'll, we'll jump on to Black Adam here. Um, okay. Swans, 
you watched that Black Adam teaser. <laughs> yeah, this is fresh, so I, I don't know. I'm really feeling it. I'm super excited <laughs> to see it. I didn't understand the concept of how, like, um, how he's the opposite of uh, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Of like how, as like, you were like saying, Venom, like Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know. That's really cool. I, I'm super excited for the concept and. Uh, he's like kind of original Shazam yeah. in uh, a way. The Rock. Or the Rock. Sorry, yeah. the Rock. Yeah. 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 The Rock, yeah. Drew Silva would have been a really yeah, good casting like, for Shazam. I, I don't know why, I, don't know why, <laughs> why I thought about him. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, The Rock. I think he's going to kill the part, honestly. Yeah, that's that the whole like not needing a suit, basically. Yeah. And they just put like a spandex suit on the guy is, is right? wild. <laughs> and those uh, effects in the trailer, man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good example. He grabs that one. He grabs Buddy by the neck. No spoilers. Uh, and like basically evaporates him with electricity is like one mm-hmm. of the greatest things. and like you watch like it's the the detail they go to in that trailer too we've seen some trailers in the last couple years with like terrible cgi in them you know that it comes out different in the movie but it's true they made this look good before they put it out which like i really appreciate it it makes the movie look good it gives you some faith right (laughs) yeah it gives you an actual idea of what the finished product might be like instead of like here's a glimpse of what we're working on right um, I think that's a good trailer versus kind of a, a mediocre or like lackluster trailer. Yeah, not bad, but lackluster. Um, what do you think, Sherm? We got Black Adam coming out, Shazam two coming out. Dude, Shazam being one of my favorite DC movies that they put out so far in their like little universe, I'm like juiced for Black Adam, and I'm like on a I'm loving Rock and everything. Like, Rock has done, like, no wrong for me yet. Even when he does wrong, I'm still stoked. It's not, yeah, it's even when he does wrong, it's not, like... Right, it's still, like, hype. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? that like him and John Cena translated really well into acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, Cena's really hitting that right now, too. Like, you watch, like, Suicide Squad and getting that yep. Peacemaker series. Yep. Suicide Squad, and good God, up. man. If Swans, if you haven't seen the new Suicide Squad... I have not. You have to check it out, dude. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the trailers, he's, but no. He's I'm so not like a big fan of the movie, but it's fucking hilarious. It is. Yeah. Okay. It's I'll check it King out. Shark and movie. Peacemaker make it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> big dumb friends. Worth the watch this for them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> numb. New dumb friends. That's, that's my favorite line from that whole movie. <laughs> what is that's numb numb. That's nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so that's Black Adam and Shazam 2. Uh, the Shazam 2 thing was more of a, like a, very much like a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Black Adam was pretty much the same thing. A couple of clips from the movie and then it, The yeah. Rock talking on a giant secret. CGI stage. Um, very fun. Again, they're, they're working at building hype, which is something DC's failed at for a lot of years and Marvel's like killed it out at the Comic Cons. Um, we also have Aquaman 2 coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for that. First movie was fun and the effects were great. It wasn't, in my opinion, like a great yeah. movie. Um, I hated it. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so it's, that's fair. You and I can straight up say that. Yeah. It, it was not what I like wanted from an Aquaman movie. Yeah. And I loved yeah. the casting of Jason Momoa as yeah. Aquaman, yeah. but I also just like didn't want Aquaman to ball. just be Jason Momoa. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like that's where that's what they me. did. Literally, like it's just Jason Momoa. It's not he's Jason not even Momoa. acting anybody. No. Like Whereas in, <laughs> to bring it back to Dune, his acting was like that wasn't Jason Momoa in Dune. For real, dude. And and who knows? Like maybe we'll see a different like version of that because there's again we talk yeah. about like Zack Snyder got to remake a movie because of the amount of studio interference. So yeah. like who knows to what level that was going on with the other 
DC yeah. movies from one probably a lot probably like like you mm-hmm. can assume if they were trying to micromanage it like that just to force this universe out mm-hmm. one would only assume that that's why they were doing it that way right right um I'm also sad they were gonna make a movie on the trench and canceled that I think yeah I'm sad that they canceled yeah it. I think Justin Lin was supposed to do it right that would have been fun uh, anyways <laughs> we could I think we could bitch about this all day but that's not why we're here that's not why we do this um so yeah Aquaman 2 honestly looked pretty interesting I am kind of excited to check it out even if one of these movies does me wrong I still will go see the sequel because right. like there's always a yeah. chance they do right by it right like even yeah, Marvel's 100%. had some like missteps with movies Misses. and yeah Indeed. yeah yep Thor Dark World was like oh, a misstep in my opinion that's mm-hmm. a huge misstep yeah. yeah, it was cool, but it's still a misstep. That was right? a step back. Yeah. <laughs> like the only thing that came out of that was the introduction of a stone. Yeah, but then <laughs> Thor three was like saved it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That Jack Kirby influence. Straight um, up. Okay, so we also like we said we have a Peacemaker TV series coming yeah. out. John Cena playing his character from Suicide Squad, uh, obviously yeah. uh, pre Suicide Squad. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. It looks just as like kind of raunchy Funny. and dumb yeah. as as his character was in the movie so it's perfect yeah very excited mm. for that now uh, we do HBO. we do have a flash movie coming up um my only criticism of this flash trailer basically is that it's like a couple of shots of barry just doing barry things like normal human things right and then it's yeah. and then it's just a shot of michael keaton's batman from behind perfect. <laughs> and, then, and then it's and then it's a shot of Barry Allen, just again, just Barry Allen, not the Flash. Barry, just in in no, normal Barry clothes, the Flash, like pulling, like about to pull, like the sheet off of Michael Keaton's Batmobile, <laughs> and I'm like, is this a Batman fucking trailer or a Flash trailer? You'll never and, like, know. I get Flashpoint, so like Flashpoint again, guys. Talk about alternate universes. Um, the Flash goes back in time to save his mother, basically, when he figures out that he can go back in time. And in doing so, creates an alternate universe that is, like, completely fucked. Understood. Um, it's a paradox. Yeah. So that's where, like, this movie is kind of taking influence from. And we can see that with what's going on. Like, Michael Keaton's Batman showing up, yeah. right? Like, stuff like Which that. Which I'm stoked. Which is going to be kind of fun. Just yeah. to see an old Batman also sets up Batman Beyond. Right. Which is And I watched the animated, the animated uh, Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, the animated one's not bad. It's honestly yeah. a pretty good representation pretty of the good. comic. It only cuts out like a couple of things, and that was just for time, right? Yeah. So definitely go watch that one again. Like DC's animated yeah. movies are on point. They're good. Yeah, it's it's yeah. where they've it's Marvel's just caught up to that recently with the What yeah. If series. Um, that's not even a movie. That's just a series, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. We also have the Naomi TV series coming up. We have a Sandman TV series coming up. We have a Batman animated cool. series coming up that's in the vein of like the '90s uh, BTAS show. So like, it's, it's it got really... Bruce Tim on it. Yeah. It's, it's got Matt Reeves on it. And who's the third man? Oh, blank. JJ Abrams. Yeah, JJ yep. Abrams. So what? And what a they said is cast. what a what a sorry and what a crew. Said it, what are you saying? I was sorry. I was just saying, like, what a what a a crew of um, like right? directors and filmmakers to put together to show run a series like this, right? Like an animated series. It's ridiculous. Like yeah, like that's that's incredible talent in one place. It almost makes you wonder yeah. if we're actually going to get it before there's issues, <laughs> right? They're just like telling us. Uh, sorry, they I didn't said mean it's going to be. Yeah, but they were saying that it's going to be the Batman animated series, but way more of an animated series than the animated series was. Yeah, and they were right. saying they're really going to keep that, like, gothic, like, like 90s Yeah, the noir, 1940s. Cool. Yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I, I love that series. Very... It's a great representation. Yeah. Of it. It's also yeah. where we got Harley Quinn from. 
right? That's so true. Like if you're a Harley Quinn fan, like hey, thank the 90s animated true. series. You're right. That's you're where right. Harley comes from. Straight up. 100%. So. Oh, that's why I love that series, man. Because yep. she's one of my favorite like characters. In Hell yeah. She's, she's solid. And honestly, speaking of, if you guys like Harley and haven't seen the new animated Harley series, fucking go watch it. It is yeah. so funny. Holy yeah, Haley yeah. kills it, man. Oh my God. Yeah. What's, what's her name again? Sorry, I can't remember. Haley? Her name's just I ain't Haley. gonna pronounce She's her like last Beyonce? name because like I always butcher it. I was doing this with my homie. I called her like Kuako or something, but it's like Kuko, I think. Haley, I think Haley, Haley Kuko. Kuko. Okay, we're Kuko. gonna go with that. So the woman that plays Harley Quinn from the uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, exactly. So oh, okay, it's, it's the yeah. one from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she killed it. Like it it is yeah, such an incredible it. show. I think what are we what do we got? Three seasons or two seasons? I think three third uh, third seasons coming out. Yeah. So like. It is incredible. And the amount One of, of the like, best. yeah, the amount and of shots raunchy. they take at DC, like at yeah. the characters and that stuff like that, like, like they completely take the piss out of Bane. Like Bane's voice in that <laughs> is so is like, funny. So good. Like the, there's a whole scene where he's like trying to get a seat at the table of the Legion of Doom and can't. And like, they won't give him a chair until he likes completes the task. And like Bane has yeah. to like pout out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so and like how they do amazing. batman and gordon like we're not gonna go too much into it but like recommend that yeah 100 percent. and it's a mature show right it's like an adult cartoon. yeah like don't okay. expect like a kid's cartoon when you watch it. yeah cool um okay so lastly we've got a couple of video games from dc that came out and again we didn't mention everything here we just tried to skim the surface of what really interested us um we have a couple of video games coming out first off we have gotham knights you get to play as uh batgirl um, you get to play as multiple Robins. I think, yeah. uh, what is it? Tim Drake, no. Jason Tim Todd, Drake. and Nightwing. And you can be yeah. Nightwing. Yeah, so you get Nightwing, Nightwing oh, yeah, Red Hood, Nightwing, and Robin. Red Hood. Yeah. Or no, wait, is the Robin, I think the Robin might be Damien in this one. Anyways, you get to play yeah, as basically Damien. all the Robins <laughs> and Batgirl. Yeah. Um, and it's a follow-up to like the, the Batman Arkham Knight series. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, with Court of Owls. Yeah, Court yeah. of Owls is, is in it, which is very exciting for me. Also being able to yeah. play as Nightwing proper, who is literally my favorite comic book character of all time, um, nice. is just wild. Like, I, I played so many endless, like, like, what were those battle modes called on Arkham Knight where you could just fight waves yeah. of bad guys? And I only did it just to play Nightwing. <laughs> Even though, like, most of the moves are the same as Batman. I was like, hey, 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 hey I get to play as Nightwing. <laughs> And now you really get to play as Nightwing. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that. And then, uh, sorry, what's up, man? And having the co-op campaign in the Arkham world that Rocksteady's built, I am so hyped for that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. The potential yeah. of being able to play that together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like if we all had that, we that's could all play cool. that. You know I'm going to be getting it. I call Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we log on, Swansea be like, no, I'm taking Nightwing. Nightwing's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Rename him Black Swan and change his outfit. <laughs> That's it. Blackwing. Blackwing. Okay. <laughs> That's... Oh, no, it's not it. Um, so to kind of juxtapose Gotham Knights, they have also released Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, or a trailer for it. Um, and it is basically like just the opposite of Gotham Knights. You get to play as like members of the Suicide Squad. I think it's Harley, Deadshot... King Shark and who am I blanking on? Who's the the fourth? The guy with the boomerang. Oh, Captain Boomerang. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, and there there might be, and I, I think, think they might add more. Yeah. That's the yeah. that thing I was reading too. Is it sounds like they're going to add other other characters in the Suicide Squad, and the Suicide Squad, if you know much about it, has had a lot of people in it. No, so yeah. like, there's a good chance we might see some like fun characters pop up in that. And I think Killer Croc, I think, is going to be in it too. That, that would was be awesome. yeah, and it like I I hope that they just let the dude who played him in the first Suicide Squad get another chance to reprise that role because that dude was so good. And like, I just yeah, want the would. voice. You know what I mean? I want that back. So <laughs> like, every time they give me Killer Croc and anything now, I'm just kind of disappointed. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so that does it. For DC fandom. That was like fucking 15 minutes of DC comics. Um, Swans, you watched something kind of akin to Squid Game and mentioned it last week. And we just wanted to like, I guess, hear a little bit more about that show. And that's Alice in Borderlands. That's a Netflix show, yeah? Yes, sir. So I guess fill us in because Sherm, you haven't seen it either, right? I tried to watch the first episode and I couldn't get into it, but like maybe I'll try again. Okay. And Ben, you haven't seen that either, right? I don't Pretty know, obviously. I don't yeah. know why I'm asking you that question. Um, that was dumb of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> tisk, tisk. Yeah, I'm surprised you like once with an answer. <laughs> Never know. Never know. Uh, that's that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Swans, you want to fill us in on what the show is kind of about? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I'll give you the gist of it because I don't want to ruin it, but uh, similar to Squid Games um, in the sense of the games, right? So, um, Because it's Japanese, right? I believe so, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're in Tokyo. Yeah, so it starts off as like an empty city. There's uh, a group of people and they kind of get to a game. And then at the end of the game, they get a card. And the objective of the game so to speak, is to get all the cards. So they would be like um, the Ace of Clubs, the Hearts, Got so you. on and so forth, Got right? Okay. So there's different different cards, but I won't ruin it, but uh, that's kind of how it goes. And uh, yeah, so each game you play and the harder the level, the larger the card or Got so on you. and so Got forth, you. right? Mm. So yeah, and they're games similar to Squid Games, let's say. Okay, so it's so it's your life is on the line kind of thing. Same, same, but different. Okay, yes. gotcha. 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 Yeah. I appreciate same, the same level you went to to not spoil it. I don't <laughs> want to, just because it's like, even with myself, like I, you know, like Sherm said, like you know, watched the first couple episodes. I was in the same boat for a, a while, and then a couple of my friends were just like, "Oh, just trust me, like try watching a couple episodes; it'll catch on." And it does after a while, and then. As I watch Where? Squid Games, I can understand why people like this show more. Yeah. That's all. And that. it kind of starts off with the same characters it ends with. You know, God, like, so, so it's... Okay. No spoilers. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't want to really okay. give, out, give out too much. That so honestly so. sounds very interesting. It's interesting. It's, I'm, I'm going to give it it's a interesting. shot. Yeah. I'm going to give Alice in Borderlands a shot. Yeah, so let's, let's do much like we're about to do with Squid Games. Uh, from last week, let's or last episode, sorry. Let's touch in on Alice in Borderlands maybe next episode or the one after if we can all kind of squeeze it in again. Yeah, sounds let's, good. Let's, let's try that out. Um, so with that said, let's kind of chime in on Squid Games here. Ben, did you manage to finish it? I still have a bit of the last episode to watch. Okay, so if you were listening to last show, you probably heard like like Sherman and Swans very much enjoyed the show. Um, and Uno and I just couldn't get past like the second or third episode. Yeah. Um, we tried our best, uh, and then we ended up kind of giving up on it a second time. Uh, and then we both picked it up separately and tried to, you know, watch bits of it here and there. The last two episodes really got me. I will say that, um, it's a very slow burn show. Yeah. Uh, And I, to be honest, I personally like subjectively found that very detrimental to my enjoyment of the show. 
And Indeed. I am someone that likes slow payoff TV shows. Yeah. So that, you know, I think that's saying something. Um, I like to be like, wait and be rewarded when I'm watching yeah. TV shows. It's part of the fun of investing yes. your time in a show versus a movie. Right. Right. Um, much we talked about like with Dune, like with the end of it, it's a little more tolerable when it's only three hours of your time. Yeah. Right. But when you're, when you're spending 10 or 12 or 15 or, or even 80 hours of your time, right. True. Yeah. There's, there's a real investment there that goes into that. Um, the last two episodes hooked me. Um, and I think at this point we're safe to say we can spoil some shit. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you don't want squid game spoiled, you have three seconds to like turn this off or skip forward roughly like 10 minutes, (laughs) three, two, one. If you're listening to this and you You haven't seen squid games and you don't want to get shit spoiled, you fucked up. So (laughs) (laughs) let's let's keep going on squid game. So what really got me, um, as we got towards the end of the game was they focused more centrally on like a small group of characters. Um, I think the show failed when it focused on multiple people uh, and the old man thing to me became obvious, like just before the dice game. And yeah. then when they're standing there and he, he's like, Oh, yeah. this is like, he's like, he's like, this is like the place I grew up. I'm like, yeah, excuse me. That's where it hit me yeah. too. You're I, was right. like, I was like, I was like, what? And then yeah. like, and then I start thinking about when he went and met with the main character, whose name I'm sorry, I'm blanking on right now. He uh, went and met with the main character. And like that whole conversation is just manipulation to try and get like, I guarantee you he went around and met with the majority of the other people. And did a similar thing. Like I, that's I like I don't know if that's the oh, context, okay. but that's okay. the way I read it. Right. Like now that I look back on this and that was confirmed, I'm going, oh shit. Yeah. So like yeah. he was cool with it, and he he did all of that to seem like he was on their side, right? And then got them all to go back, right? Like this sick fuck wanting to play his own games. Like that just became a part of the game for him. Yeah. 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 You know, like playing. Like he said, playing with his friends when he was a kid. Like I was mortified, like when it all came together, I know. and yeah, that's, that's when it, you're right. I still I didn't really enjoy like the first six episodes. I won't lie. No, maybe I'm with seven. you. I'm with you. But yeah. when it paid off, I yeah. really enjoyed the payoff of Squid Game. Like it, it was a lot of fun to set up yeah. for a second season with the uh, police officer being shot. Yeah, and they specifically show you his brother i think they yeah his yeah, brother, yeah. His, brother. His, yeah. brother his brother with a bullet in the exact same exactly. place removing it from his own shoulder which is literally their way of saying but he's not dead and he managed yeah. to like get away like yeah. that's that's amazing foreshadowing that's what hooked me with game of thrones yeah okay. you know game of thrones like the foreshadowing master right they right. see the first 10 minutes of the show for evidence Fair. this is very much like that and they've got me like if they announce a second season oh, dude i'm in that's well, it was uh, the most watched show that Netflix has had ever right now. Of all time? Yes. Of yeah. all time. Wow. Yeah. At the moment, yeah. Holy. That's incredible. So it's extremely Talk popular. about hype. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. I actually thought, and I had said this to Ben when this show came around, that it would die off, and it kind of did after like a week and a half, and then it picked right back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it maybe released in other Netflix regions again, or like what Possibly, happened, but yeah. it, like it it again just picked up and it's yeah. the talk of everything again. I see it on all my social media platforms and I don't look at anything squid game. It's true. So like that, that shows you that it's naturally just revolving in like the, the zeitgeist kind of thing right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like lastly, not to like completely babble on about this, but the thing that really undid uh, the ending of it for me, like that, that I didn't enjoy about the ending was the, 
acting of the American and British actors. Yeah. Um, and I understand, I, I read an interview where one of the actors was saying that you have to understand they receive scripts that are often sent through Google Translate or, you know, like they, they only get given their paragraphs or their lines and the couple before it and after it. And so they don't understand the context of what they're saying. Um, and like that killed it for me. Like the tone of those characters was so incredibly off. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, are talking about the dudes in the masks, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the VIPs. Yo, that shit was hilarious. I know, yeah. It, and was. it was it was bad. It was, like, it was tough bad. to watch. Comically bad. Yeah. It was tough to watch, honestly. At, at parts, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's why I think personally, let's say let's bring up the comparison between Alice and Borderlands. I didn't find those um gaps where I was just like, Oh man, this is, this is horrible, you know? Like for sure there are some parts where maybe you can't relate to it because of the context or the language barrier. Yep. But I don't know. It was pretty bad, like 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 you mentioned. Yeah. I've also read some articles um, that like apparently the subtitles, like when you're watching it in Korean, apparently the I've subtitles the aren't great. Yeah. yeah. So I'm also yeah, very curious to see if they're going to go back and do them a little more better. Like instead of doing a, just a straight literal like Google Translate translation, maybe they'll go in and do like a contextual translation yeah. and try and make it more. Um, equivalent to what's being said because i think for me that would make a huge difference because like i tried watching it both ways during the course of going at it the second and even third times i watched it both ways like the the english dubbing is atrocious um so bad it is like uno and i tried to watch it like an episode (laughs) like that and we like couldn't stop laughing couldn't yeah yeah it was a comedy it's literally like it's so bad the one the (laughs) the characters the the woman who's always packing the lighter around yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, she always, she's always like, huh, huh? At the end of every single sentence, I couldn't believe like the difference between the subtitles and what they were saying in the English. Yeah. Oh too. my god! Yeah, like completely true. different yep. sentences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it that does make you wonder if we're gonna get maybe another, uh, uh, more like I said, contextual translation. I don't know if that's the correct word for it. It seems right. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what we need. We need more context with these subtitles because a lot of them are very wooden and weird. Yeah, <laughs> I totally rewatch it with proper subtitling. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, like it would almost be like a, like a director's redub at that point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, but for real, like get the get the director or whomever the director and the screenwriters in there with like an editor or with a, or sorry with a translator. Yeah, and, and let's let's get that like that done so that we can actually have a, a proper translation. And I don't know how the the creators feel about it or if they're. Um, maybe the language barrier is there for them as well. Um, but if it isn't, you know, it, it makes you curious as to how they feel about that potential mistranslation. And again, none, none of us know Korean. So like none of us know how correct <laughs> this is either. When people say that they're true. not that accurate, we don't know. Right. right. We're just, again, we're just trusting something we've read and we've seen it a few times now. Right. So uh, again, I'm curious for that. If we get it, I'd watch it again. Ben, you said the same thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Swans, do you think you'd watch it again? If they redid the subtitles? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I, I, I think the characters would mean more to me. If hundred percent. Yeah, I, th- I think I have more of an understanding now, and I think that it would give me better understanding going back. So Same. Agreed. I think I think yeah, with the actual translation that Netflix should do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Probably not. No. You see, you see no, like I enjoyed good? it enough. It was yeah. cool, and then cool. I probably wouldn't need. To. Maybe if I was like bored one day and I just wanted to go back. But I mean that's fair. Like it's you, it's also again like we said it's a big investment and like that show's not yeah. like I didn't think it was great. 
Like, yeah. I think I think it had some really great moments and some really great performances, and like mm. again was shot beautifully and and the sound design was great. Um, <laughs> that theme just drives me nuts though. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, all quality. I just didn't personally think it was like very good. Yeah. Um, mm. So curious. I think I would again, but I do understand where you're coming from, and for that much mm. time, I can see why you wouldn't. It's yeah. not like a show. Because like I'd rather watch something else, right? It's true, for real, yeah, or yeah. something that you all, that you adore and like yeah. is fantastic and through and through yeah. for you, right? Like, why wouldn't you rather watch that again, right? Or watch, right. like you said, something new entirely. So, any like last opinions on Squid Games, guys? I think we've kind of or Squid Games. Sorry, I think we've kind of burnt that dry. Eh? I think no. so too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I think that pretty much sums it up. I think the translation was the the biggest thing. I think for a lot of why people. the pink hair pink hair yeah what yeah like the reddish pink yeah i don't know is there a symbolism to that supposedly they said he just like heard playboy cardi's album and just wanted to go red <laughs> i was like there, there was a meme that was like making fun of that like literally they're like oh this guy just listened oh. to the playboy cardi album <laughs> yeah I don't know. and then did you see that thing where they were trolling all those artists where it was like uh that one actress like that played the the like chick who goes to the end and gets her throat slit by that loser Remember, like at the oh, last yeah, season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes in the yep. she was like my favorite character in the whole show. But they like make this fake tweet where it's like uh, saying, like, oh, in a recent interview, the character that played, like the chick that played her, said that she's really been listening to, like, let's say, like this album, and then it'll like translate an excerpt. I really think it's like doing so much for the culture, and I just listen to it when I need to feel good. And they did it for like 30 different artists. And like a bunch of artists were like, that's sick. Shout out to her. Like Kodak Black shouted her out and shit. And everybody comments back there like, yo, you know that's like trolling, right? Oh <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. In- intelligence with social media these days. No, not <laughs> right? much. Um, so yeah, I think that does it for Squid Game from yeah. the uh, the dummies here, if you will. Um, let's, let's move on to, to our second last segment here. Uh, last week, Sherm posted a list of six movies and said one has to go. The choices were how high Harold and Kumar go to white castle, pineapple express, Cheech and Chong's next movie, half baked and dude, where's my car? So quickly let's run through the results. And then I guess let's give our opinions on how we feel. Um, how high had two votes to be removed, which I'm extremely disappointed Ooh. in. Harold Ooh. and Kumar had no votes against, which I, I think is fair yeah. because it's, yeah. I think that's a classic. I have no yes. issue with that. And it's like an actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. It actually has like some sort of story and you know, beginning like and end. Hollywood context yeah. type shit. Yeah. Um, pineapple express had one vote, which is not surprising. Pineapple express has always been that kind of like three quarters of people like it movie. Yeah. Um, it, it either goes too far for you or it's perfect for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I love that movie. I, I love all of these movies here. so far, so I wouldn't have put votes on any of these. Um, but respect the people that do. Again, yeah, we're all yeah. different. We talk about yeah. subjective. I just might disagree. Um, and one had to go, right? One had to go. True. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Facts. One had to go. Um, and it should have been probably this last one or this next one. Uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie. For me, also, like, why next movie versus Up and Smoke? Right. Like, I'd like Up and Smoke for me is an infinitely better movie. <laughs> I feel like this is a really yeah. weird, like, 
the next movie was probably one of their like weakest ones in the series. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. Like again, if this was up in smoke, like it would have been impossible to put a vote on it. But like, I've yeah. never liked next movie, so like no, my my vote would have been here. Um, and arguably between the the last choice, but we also have mine definitely uh, would have been next movie. Half baked. Sorry, it looks like I forgot to write down the amount of uh, votes. Oh no! Wait, never mind. There it is. No two votes. Yeah, two votes. Yeah, half baked yeah. had two. It just had to reload. Uh, half baked had two votes against. So that's again not surprising. It's kind of like uh, like Pineapple Express. Either goes too far or just not enough for you, right? Um, what do we got? And lastly, dude, where's my car? Uh, tossed in the the proverbial dab dumpster <laughs> with ten <laughs> votes. Ten votes against. Jeez. Um, <laughs> P.S. Ben Y'all received really one hate vote. Ashton. Yeah. Max, that movie's not good. But I again, I would rather remove Ben this received movie. one vote. Yeah. P.S. Ben received one vote for having not seen all six movies. So, and we're not going to say who that's from. It's Thank not, you. Not important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, Ashton and Sean William, man, y'all really shit on them. The honest to God, though, like again, this is why I say, like, if it wasn't next movie, it hands down for what, like, for me, would have been no contest. Dude, yeah. where's my car? Like, it is not Same. good. Um, one of the people who voted, their uh, reasoning was perfect, and I fully agreed with it. They're like, they didn't smoke weed once in the movie. <laughs> I was ah, like, yeah, that's man. right. And it's more of like a shit on Stoner's movie. You were saying? <laughs> it's a shit on Stoner's movie. So instead of liking Stoner's, it makes fun of them. No, no more and then. This is the greatest thing we got from this post. <laughs> Shout out, dude. Where's my car? Oh, so yeah, the worst movie, the one that like absolutely unequivocally got like voted off the island, if you want to say, um, was Dude, Where's My Car? But it again also provided us with a couple of wonderful sound bites that are probably never going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you, everybody, for pitching into that. There was a lot of votes. It was a lot of fun. Some pretty uh, brutal comments about some of the movies that we just didn't, yeah. really didn't want to share. We felt it was unnecessary. My face hurts from smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise those muscles. Oh, um, Okay, so lastly, the, the final segment of our, our Terpy TV segment today. Um, we have, let's talk a little bit, guys. It is Halloween. It's, it's almost Halloween. We're a week from Halloween right now. We yeah. got to talk yeah. about some horror movies that maybe fucked us up a little bit. Um, I will, we'll kind of go around and just, just chat about this for a bit, but like for me, the descent was one of those movies. Definitely. Um, and I did mention bone tomahawk earlier. Uh, yeah, those are, those, those are my two, uh, without spoiling anything. The descent is one of those movies that like stuck in my brain Yeah. for weeks. Yep. And like I, I that's that's when I consider a horror movie good is when it actually stays 100%. with you. You know, if right. I forget about it, like and a lot of horror movies for me, I just forget about when I'm done watching, because like a lot of them have terrible endings or like no ending or you know <laughs> you know whatever the case might be. But yeah, the, both those movies did it for me. Uh, Swans, The Descent made me want to stop exploring. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, dude. No like, shit. I, like I'm like walking fuck into a this. cave now or something. Hell no. Yeah, no. I'm not not with it. No. But I remember being in Mexico and like going into a cave after <laughs> yeah. watching that movie Whoa. and being horrified. Coming to the cenote. Yeah, I was like, Fuck uh, that. Uh, I'm good. Like I'm I'm gonna I go back to Canada. <laughs> like, 
um no that's that's a really scary one i would say an am amityville horror i feel like mm. that was a big one for me the when i was young. the old one oh that's hard to say like the original one from back in the day or the one yeah, with I, ryan reynolds I, it's hard to say. I would say the original one was the one that I kind of grew up on. That's the the terrifying one. Yeah, that's for me. that's probably yeah. the the scarier one. I and would that say. one fucks you up because that's a true story too. Yeah, right? that's that's honestly mm-hmm. that's why it fucked me up since like childhood. Yeah. Mom told me about it being a a book and so on and so forth. So I, I was like literally obsessed with that story for a while. Finding like you know like I was like looking into like how the hi- housing sale was and like how people were <laughs> actually moving out of it and yep. all these things. Then the movie came out and I was like watching it. I think that's what kind of scared me knowing that there was truth to it Yep. or some truth to it. I don't know. I but think that's know. what the, like the conjuring and like Annabelle movies, like all the stuff with the Warrens. I think yeah. that's why that's captured people's oh, imagination. Cause shit. a lot of that is documented stories. Like yeah. whether or not you believe in that yeah. shit is totally up to you. And like, for me, I don't particularly yeah. believe in those things at all. Um, but like they have documentation and like like eyewitness reports of like some of these events and like that's what makes these stories just a little more like biting. Definitely. Like you you know you when you're watching it, you're like, ooh. Yeah. That's a little fucked up. Makes (laughs) you want to look look over your shoulder, you know? You're like Yeah, (laughs) for real. Like we talk you know, you talk about movies that stick with you. Amityville horror is a a very good one. That's that's one that kind of messed me up a little bit. Uh sure. I'd say like the it the original one when yeah. I was a kid I couldn't like I, I, I couldn't sleep without like a parent yeah. for two months solid fuck yeah the, the, that's the like Tim one. Curry one yeah 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 because yeah. like as an adult like shit horror movies don't really, like stick in my head because it's like fuck life's scary enough but like another one as a kid like the I forget which Nightmare on Elm Street it was yes but like it just fucked me up because I was watching it with my dad that's and I was a solid sitting on his too, stomach brought, right yep. yeah. And it was the one where Freddy comes ripping yeah. out the dude's stomach. So I, I just jumped that. off my dad's stomach and looked at it. And I was like, yeah, nah, I'm out. <laughs> Where's my mom at, yo? <laughs> I don't want my dad anymore. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just dips. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, Uno, what about you? Uh, so this might come as a shocker to y'all, but I'm pretty <laughs> illiterate with horror movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I can say back when I was like, I remember seeing the trailer for The Hills Have Eyes on television and like that part when uh, he opens the blinds a little bit and the baby just smacks into it. Yeah. That shit terrified me. I couldn't watch. I had to like leave the room. Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't seen the movie Oh, man. I should. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Last horror movie I saw was Strangers Pray at Night and that did not scare me. This podcast just turned into like us trying to make Ben confront one of his childhood fears. We're like, watch (laughs) it. Watch it. Wait, have you seen the original, the first Strangers? No, I haven't. Watch that. It's a million times better. Like that movie, I've seen it like a hundred times. It's actually like, it's not, it's like a psycho, like a, the fuck am I trying to say? Psychological thriller. Okay. And like it fucks you up. Yeah. Uh, but the one we forgot what we were talking about before the show started, if anyone's ever seen it, Cannibal Holocaust, the super unrated cut. It's from like, the, I think the 80s maybe or something. That's what we were talking Pretty about. Pretty much. But he had to yeah. go to court and defend himself to prove it wasn't Like real, this right? movie was so fucked that like the director had to go to court and fight to his case that like nobody actually was murdered on, on set. set. That's because like real animals were killed. That's like, there dark, was animal man. Like that's and, that's and that's where I say like that's where like Hollywood's been fucked up. Like you know like it's the yeah. idea of that like it had to be a person for them to for them to drag them into yeah. a courtroom. You know, <laughs> right? Like, that's I also, also where I'm like, good God, how to because there was Darwin. real animal cruelty. Like, yeah, and that's like that's animals. what I mean. That's what drew the attention, and then they took them to court for that yeah. over that. And I'm like, uh, 
there's like, yo, you could have done like way yeah. more. Film history with Ash Test Dummies, you know? Yeah. I might be wrong, but I think I actually heard about that movie like a couple months ago and was looking into it. And I think yeah, man, they had like a no appearance clause after the movie was released for a bit. The actors yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. 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 It was like they tried to, to create out. a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Jesus they tried to create like Christ. a vibe. Yeah. Like nobody showing up to press. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 Wild, like no it's, it's very cons- like it's like when we talk footage. about uh, like high art, That's like concept crazy. art. It's it to me, like it's I'll never watch it. Like it's not my thing. Right. I've, like, I've seen it, and like, but that's what I mean. It's not my thing. Like I don't like gore it's porn. Fun. Like it's like, yeah, I, like, me I like movies. It's, yeah, it's yeah. literally yeah, gore same. porn. That's, that's what, what I mean. Is. And like I like movies. Not like that's that's not yeah, a horror no. movie to me. That's just a horror. Yeah, right. you know. I what watched I mean? it when I was like yeah. a teenager, right? Like I was working at Walmart. This dude told me like some older dudes like, "Yo, you ever seen Cannibal Holocaust?" I was like, "No." Found it on torrents, and I was like, "Traumed." I was like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, like yeah. this is like you know, like 4chan shit. Like, you know how we, yeah, people used to go on those. Like, I was like, it was just a whole movie of like, yeah, cannibal brutality. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like, so no, thank you. Like, on the opposite end of that, like, to talk about like, like horrible cannibal shit. Like, the other movie I mentioned, Bone Tomahawk. Okay, and again, yeah. I don't want to spoil it because you guys haven't seen it. And I want you all to watch it, but like, there's a scene in that that will never, and like, I mean, fucking Le- never leave your mind, really. Like literally never, and like it 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 is fucked, and it's such it's such a good movie. Like outside of that too, that like you almost like forget, Fuck. you almost forget. <laughs> like it's it's you have to watch it, and like it's the opposite of that. Okay. Where like they or, use that yeah. for effect, and because it's right. a part of the story, right? Yeah. Not because they can. Yeah, and like yeah. that's what I mean. Like where I like I like a movie, a horror movie, not just like a yeah. horror. I don't need a horror show, right? Yeah, um, I'd go back and watch old ECW matches from back in the day if I wanted to see blood and guts. Uh, For real though, <laughs> <laughs> just not even to go into that. I've just been watching the Mad episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, that's fantastic, and my shit, bro. Yeah, that's. I just recently watched. Speaking New of Jack real life horrors bro. that will fuck you up. Yeah, <laughs> no, bro. Like Owen Hart's fucked me up. New Jacks was yeah. like fucking wild too. Yep. Yeah, there's New Jacks. A piece of shit. We won't get into that. Yeah. I'm probably gonna go back and edit that out of this, but <laughs> marker. Um, <laughs> I may not. Fuck it. Whatever. Like New Jack's gonna show up at my house. And fucking <laughs> an, an exploding that? table and fucking gig me like he did Metro. Um, Trying to cut you like he did. That's <laughs> that's that's what I was just saying. Like he did fucking yeah. Metro. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. Sorry, New Jack. Don't kill me. Um, <laughs> That's, you know what? We've been at this for like, we're going to need two breaks in the show for real, because this we is might. audio. So we got to have like a, oh, basically yeah. an ad like every so often. Um, we are going to run for a real quick break. Uh, hope you can stick around. When we get back, we're going to be following up on our Indica Sativa conversation from a couple episodes with uh, Nathan from Living Earth. Yes, yes. Uh, we found a really interesting video uh, that kind of covers the topic. We wanted to share it with everybody. And then we're going to be covering the third anniversary of legalization in Canada and taking some question from, questions from the listeners before we go to break again and come back. This is going to be a, a wild episode and we're having a blast. So hope you can stick with us and we'll be back in a few. Cheers. All right, folks, let me pull you away from that episode of Hash Test Dummies for just a second to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors, Terpy TV. 
a Canadian-owned and operated streaming service with 4K UHD only just around the corner, Chirpy TV offers nearly 25,000 films, over 10,000 TV shows, and all for the low, low price of only $10 a month. You can find them on Instagram at terpy.tv to get your free seven-day trial and start streaming today. Welcome back, boils and ghouls, to the Hashtest Dummies podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All of our quiet reactions, just sandbag swans on the comeback. We're just going to get right into it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pass to Tom here. We're going to get into the third anniversary of legalization. Oh, yeah. So we... I'm, I'm not going to lie. We we just recorded a little bit about this as we were going over this report card and like lesson to ourselves to fully read through what we go through for the show. Yeah. Because like we went through the first three or four topics and like the amount of shit they heap on the legacy market and even like the terminology they use to refer to it was so like degrading to all of us Ignorant. and to the people that we're friends with and to the people that we respect. It's yeah, sure. You nailed it. It's incredibly ignorant. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not a fan of this not done yet report card. There's some good points in it, but then they they attribute every failing in the market to what they refer to as the illicit market. Um, to the point where we again we got to the third page and we're like, oh my god, this is becoming like propaganda. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. it's it's not true. You know, like they they gave a great grade to um, the fact that like the the up there's been no uptick in youth consumption of cannabis, child consumption or youth consumption of cannabis. No uptick whatsoever marketed. Um, they did not mention if there's been a downturn in it. Nope. Which, no, like, I'm only just realizing is a pretty large... Uh, if there's been no Thing. upturn, I find it very hard to believe that the number has remained the exact same. Yeah. You know? Like, so... <laughs> take from that, again, what you will. Huge grain of salt from this uh, not-done-yet report card. I think we're all a little disappointed. It talked way I too much about what it called combating the illicit market, when in reality, they should just be embracing the legacy market, letting yeah. those businesses go legal, yes. and letting cannabis build as to what it could be. Yeah. That's, that's the failing here, Yeah, right? It's, again, yeah. Not, not adopting the skill, education, experience, whatever you want to call it, that comes with the and legacy talent. market. And talent. Fuck yeah. And like yeah. skill and talent. Hell yeah. That, that you know, like the people, the figureheads. Yeah, man. And like, that's, we're, we're missing that right now. We don't have that quality. We don't have that uh, high level and high regard for the plant itself. I think there's a lot of people that love the gold rush idea of this. And like, you know, we, we discussed earlier, there is like a, a gold rush mentality to this right now. We're probably going to see some pretty major closures across the country at some point, unless the market picks up, unless they can, you know, get, the average consumer or even the more experienced uh, consumer that's that's looking for more of not to use the word again but more of an experience like i am when i'm not consuming for for uh, medicinal purposes i am consuming because i want an experience i can remember and enjoy definitely you know um so let's replace this kind of shitty topic that we were about to discuss <laughs> lesson learned uh uh sorry about that folks i know we talked about that at the top of the show but we just our didn't bad. feel like this was yeah our bad, our bad. Our bad. <laughs> <laughs> this this was not worth discussing no, um, no and i'm disappointed some of the names involved in this um 
I think probably wouldn't be keen on the terminology or the way this will be received by a lot of the legacy market, uh, specifically normal cannabis amnesty. Like I, I expect better yeah. uh, from names yeah, like, like this 100%. that have yeah. become synonymous with justice and cannabis and things like that. And we can talk about justice and cannabis. That's a, oh. an incredible failing. Yeah. Uh, we talk about you know, reviewing the last three years. There's no justice, no going back and making things right. Like add that to the list of shit. Canada will probably never go back and make right. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like freedom boys. And I don't mean just out of the prisons. I mean like out of all the harshness of their like sentences, there's people that still hold convictions over their heads. That's what I mean. We yeah. need amnesty. Like, wipe those slates. Amnesty. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need exactly those slates. Slates need to be wiped clean. We need people. If to you're going to make money off, like, you know, these people's pain. You should definitely like people and people who have, you know, minor sentences should be welcomed back into the industry. There is yeah, no, they should be granted amnesty and welcomed back into the industry. It's honestly open arms. Yeah. Open arms. It's incredibly foolish to do this back turned. Well, we'll, we won't let you into our club thing, yeah. which is very much what this whole report card felt like. So let's, yeah. again, let's, let's toss this in the can and let's, let's move on to something. We talk about experiences. Let's talk about our most memorable dabs. Um, and our most memorable dab experiences. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a good dab, but so those are two things. Let's split those into two things. Uh, ben, why don't, why don't you tell me about your most memorable dab experience? All right. My most memorable dab experience would be up at Element Music Festival. It's the small, uh, pretty much community volunteer run music festival up in the interior. And uh, String Cheese Incident, I believe, was the headlining band there. <laughs> um, <laughs> great band. I'd highly suggest checking them out. <laughs> uh, and there was like a small market. And one of the like three tents there was a dabs by donation tent. Uh, so I went there once, gave them a donation. They gave me a dab and I was chatting with them and just had a really good time talking with them. And I didn't really have dabs at the time. I wasn't really into the concentrates. This was... I want to say like 2018, possibly 2017. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so, you know, I was maybe taking the odd dab here and there. Into and the concentrates made you sound like it's like a geriatric. <laughs> I'm not into the concentrates, Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I just took as much weed of mine as I could, brought it over and seshed them up as much as I could. And for the whole rest of the weekend i was pretty much stationed up there just sharing dabs and sharing experiences with and again so that's why we're, that's how we're separating that's the dab awesome, the yeah. dab experience like that's that's a life experience yeah and then so on the other end what's the single most memorable dab you've taken like the when you think about the actual dab and like what you're consuming um probably my first dab that yeah. i ever took would be my most memorable yeah uh, i was back at uh 420 when they used to have those you know concentrate tables you could come up and get one and uh i just did not know what i was about to hit <laughs> and obviously like that also refers to i did not know what i was about to hit it wasn't the best quality concentrates wasn't any of that but it still blew my mind a little bit you know i was yeah. like wow there's something like this out there it opened a world to you yeah uh sure what about you man what's your most memorable let's go dab experience first and then dab for like the quality of the dab after experience i'm gonna say honestly when i just came out to van at the dinner when we were eating up dab shout out gg 420 for that man showing me love there there you go that's something I've always wanted to do. And I'll pro probably say that's probably one of the greatest experiences also that I've like enjoyed in my life. 
Hey, that's that's so that was dope. Fair, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, another one was like in 2014, uh, like a donation dab thing. I went to one of the dispensaries back in the day, and like they gave me a dab. I'm pretty sure it was distillate because it came out as a syringe, and this was like when dabbing first came around. But like I was blitz. It was off like the sublimator, and like I'm not <laughs> even dab was good. But, I but, remember like, just those that things with like the the right? big titanium nozzle on. The yeah. <laughs> It was like and i was just domed it was crazy but like yeah so what about what about like the dab itself like what's what's your most memorable dab for like the quality of the product i think this might have been my first time ever trying live rosin and it was orange diesel by melt season so it hit you dude my mouth tasted like oranges for like I don't know how long and the high was like I felt like Cyclops mixed with Jean Grey. It was all <laughs> laser eyes and mind fucking. I like shout out Melt Season that. for that. Oh, I just so want to say I miss you, Melt Season, man. We all miss you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's probably one of the crazy that's probably the craziest dab I've ever had. Oh man, that's awesome. Swans, what about you? Yes, Let's go experience first and then quality of the dab after. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So my uh my favorite and my most memorable experience was probably in Mexico. So I uh, had seven grams of HD of different <laughs> flavors, <laughs> Heavenly Days, for everybody that doesn't know, from uh, the Legacy Market Days. And I uh, when they had the gold packets and I took seven grams <sighs> to <Damn> Mexico <laughs> with uh, Jason Lord Rig and... Wow. Came out to the balcony, and every time I would exhale a dab, I would be looking at the endless ocean, and I would just yeah, that's beautiful. Remember yeah. that was a like you know I couldn't get over the reality of it. I was just like this, it just seems so surreal even to this day to tell that story. I'm just like that never happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. but that's probably my favorite experience. Uh, I don't think anything could top that. Um, most memorable dab, like I would quality say. wise, the quality yeah. wise, like like. like you know, like think of something that like you hit and it just like blew you away. Like like Sherm just said, you like, remember it. You always day. will remember that orange diesel. Uh, I would say the Congolese from Heavenly Days, like the Congolese yeah. sap, the old BHO. Oh, yeah. yeah, that stuff. It just made your mouth water. They were the gods. Just like oh. yeah, just bless the Terp gods for letting me try that stuff. I don't know if anybody from the yes. new school culture that hasn't tried Heavenly Days that will get to try that because you know they're doing they all. Because it's, that, it's was, uh, solvent based, right? that was solvent-based. That was solvent-based, yeah. and yeah. now they're doing completely solventless. So. Man, those were the yeah. days. Like so that's, see. that's I, I got to pick up. That's my favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite dab, like yeah. quality-wise. I remember, I think I got Congolese and Seedsman's at the same time yeah. uh, in the gold packs, yes. and it was all BHO, and like it was the sap. Yeah. Like I remember getting them fresh, and like I remember that was like my first introduction to like, okay, your concentrates need yeah. to be kept in like a refrigerated yeah. unit of some kind. Because, right. um, <laughs> like, that shit used to wax up and just soak through the paper. Like, parchment, and I remember, yeah. like, one time I it forgot. So turpy. And it was the a parchment. Full, it yeah. was a full G. I left it out overnight one time and then I took it out of the parchment and waited, bro. It lost, like, <laughs> like I want to say, like, 10% of its weight because it was just straight terps. Hence why we use glass now, guys. That, yeah, for <laughs> real. Yeah. That stuff was incredible. Um, and, like, the memory of that for me, like, I remember the first time I got it, it was right before Christmas one year. Um, and I was heading up to Whistler for something and I remember 
like having it in Whistler and like the snow being like three feet tall, kind of like you talking about like how it was for you, like at the hotel. Like, and I just vividly remember like the pillows of snow Love it. and like leaning out the window, like just hitting that for the first yeah. time and like it hitting my, my taste buds. And like that moment of like dumb enjoyment that like you don't know what to do. I actually had another one of those recently that we'll talk about when we get into the consumption section, but like that changed my world as far as what I considered extracts, uh, the value, sorry, that I placed on extracts and the, the attention I paid to solventless from there forward, because from that, the only way to improve was, was to remove that one potential hazard, right? Yeah. And in doing so, like not to say that there isn't people who can produce because there truly is wonderful solvent-based extractors out there still that we support. Kind sponsors our show. We I just hit the Kind Pen like five minutes ago. You know, we, we love a lot of these solvent-based products still. But back then, like, God, Heavenly there's nothing well. like that. And like, I, nope. I don't know, maybe it's just the taste buds not being used to it or like the palate being developed yeah. differently over it was time. Like, yeah, new. Oh my, I will always remember that. Like, I almost don't have words to describe that, like, sheer bliss of just, like, the first exhale and being like, oh, yeah. what? Like, so is this? Like, is this yeah. real? That was the first time I remember wanting to dab because of the way something tasted. Agreed. Not yeah. because I needed any more uh, effect or anything like that or I needed the medication. I literally just wanted to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And their blue cookies was like that, too. And, like, these are the things that I think we talk about, like, most memorable dabs, like, quality-wise. That's, oh, my God. Like, that really stood out to me. Um, Experience-wise. Did you guys ever? What's up? I was going to say, did you guys ever try the Mazar Sharif? Yes. 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 Fire. (laughs) (laughs) This is just a walk-out memory skunk. Oh my, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> this is such That's a walk down memory lane. I miss the days. The Astro Boy. Oh my god! Yep. Oh. The watermelon. Jesus. This is just. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Another one. I miss. Uh, rest in peace, Horatio Delbert's LHO. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Those are pretty memorable experiences yes. for me. Yep. Yeah. Um. I'd say. No. What's my most memorable actual like dab experience? This is tough for me. Yeah, you've probably had many sickles. Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe first time bringing glass up Whistler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like and like go. a proper like a, like a like full heady like with the fucking banger and like yeah. yeah like and like having it in the backpack for the day and like it was that little Gibson. I brought my first heady ever. Like Love that's it. the one I packed around, right? Just. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, was, man. That's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. That's what, star- that's what started the journey, my right? My little Gibson glass here, the the 2012-ish, I think. 2012-ish. Yeah. Little Gibson glass piece that yeah. I have here. I brought that up in like a tiny little like camera case that I had like a, a rag wrapped around it because like I didn't know about Pellies at the time. I have to love the evolution, <laughs> right? Like, and that was, yeah, man. And like yeah. that was, I actually, I think that might have been the same year because I remember bringing it up and I think it was like the Congolese or something like that that I had. And that's awesome. why I was like, oh, I'm bringing this with me. Awesome. Right. Um, that was incredible. I did learn that torches suck when they're cold. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't do that again. <laughs> uh, and pens are now the way to go. Shout out yes. kind. Um, I'm going to change snowboarding this year for yes. sure. Um, I think that's mine. So nice. I guess, guys, let's jump into what we've been consuming lately. This is it's a totally different list for most of us. Yeah. Um, Sherm. You had some of that naturally farmed GMO cold cure and the slush. What'd you think of that? Um, so I'll start with the negative. I wasn't really a big fan of the slush myself. Um, 
I did like the flavor was cool. The tur- like smell was all right. It just wasn't didn't like hit nice on my lungs or anything. But the cold cure though, uh, I got to try some of it like way early on. I think earlier this year or last year, and I wasn't a big fan of it. So he sent it out again now. And this batch, when I say it's like tenfold, I truly mean it's tenfold. So there's some it real smokes, improvement there. Yeah, real improvement. Smokes cleaner. It has like real flavor profile, nice smell. So overall, yeah, I was impressed with the cold cure. The jams, not so much. And and Ben, you had some of that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. What were your opinions on it? I shared a lot of the same thoughts as Sherm. I thought the taste from the cold cure had a nice, you know, typical GMO with a bit of more of a floral yeah. backing to it. Funky and like almost rosy, I think is what we were saying, right? Yeah. 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 No, like rose hip almost, not like actual rose, but yeah. Yeah, had like a pretty nice medium strength sedating high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd never tried his stuff in the past like Sherm had, so I have nothing to reference it to in yeah. terms of that. So that said then, without having anything reference to to reference that to, kind of what what do you think your summary of it would be? Uh, I was quite happy with it. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So that's, uh, it's naturally farmed, right? Yeah, naturally yeah, farmed. Yeah, naturally farmed cannabis. Awesome. So shout out naturally farmed. Uh, Sherm, you also had some of that new gas gods. Hey. Uh, yes, finally. I got the Lemon Mints 3, the Lemon Mints Remix, and the Mint Chocolate Chip. The Remix is the 3 it's with the, the 2 one in has, it? Or the 1? I believe. I think it's 3, 2, and 1. Okay. We'll, we'll, we will double check with Gas yeah. Gods. Yes. <laughs> See our sense. bads on the next episode. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. That was the, the greatest segment. Now we can just fuck up our own shit. We don't have to care. Right? Perfect. <laughs> Which one is it? Where is it? <laughs> the remix, I think, honestly, is the my favorite out of the three. Ooh. Yeah. It, like, mm. it has kind of, like, a funky sourness, like a GMO has, Ooh. but with, like, more of, like, a little sweet doughiness. That's I and love that the, sweet doughy flavor, right? Yep. And then like yo, the effects are real nice, man. Like that, this one's more I would say more heavier compared to the LM3. The LM3 is more kind of cerebral. You can like wake and bake it, get you through the day type. Yep. The mint chocolate chip is straight hit. That hitter. was fantastic. Like the, we covered that a little like bit last it's episode. Sedating. Agreed. It's real heavy in effect. You know, keep your eyes real low. It had me like stuck to the ch- like you know, I was just stuck for a moment. Swans. Like, all you, in you all, like remembered hit to have it on that the dub? Park. Sorry, you finally remembered to have that dab. Yeah, that no, we, that's oh, why. Yeah. That's why. That's why my eyes were lighting up as you were saying it. I was like, oh yeah, I finally dabbed that. Right. No. Um, so, yeah, I really shout, enjoyed it. Shout out Gas Gods. And, yeah. uh, shout out Gas Gods and Big Sheesh. Yeah, Big Sheesh. Big Sheesh collab. <laughs> like at the beginning we're like we're never gonna do that we did it on the first episode oh, we just did it again <laughs> don't raise a hundo p a hundo p <laughs> best soundbite ever uh okay uh ben you also you we had a fondness you and i for those tto lemonades we did talk we about did. them earlier but we just have to mention them again because like we needed a lot we basically bought like a box yeah, uh, I mean, it was a full box. And, like, I burned through mine, I want to say, in, like, a week. You're done, yours? Oh, yeah, they're gone. I've got a few left, but... Yeah, mine are gone. I, I, I saved one for this episode. And I, I tried. finished that already. But. I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I keep looking in my fridge, like, hoping I might have pushed one to the back, trying yeah. to like, convince myself that There's I didn't have here. it. But they're gone. And it's very sad. Yeah. Kyle, I hope you're listening to that. 
<laughs> I'm not that trying means. to say anything, I swear. <laughs> Fantastic, though. Yeah. Again, again, we can just chime in on that. They're, they're truly great. In- incredible. Yeah. I love them. Uh, I've also been having, speaking of Big Sheesh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been having some of the Sherblado recently. Ooh, okay, That's yeah. Fine. Yeah, that, that was fire. Oh, so nice. I had, so you gave me a dab of that, too. That was... I was sad. You got Tell the last fucking I was <laughs> so happy when the I tried that. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's got like that the classic gelato yeah. taste, Shermlato. but the creaminess is That's super bold on this one. And on the exhale, I actually got some like citrusy, almost like pineapple and mandarin notes. Yeah, that's super uh, interesting. I love that. Um, that's yeah, the mandarin. It was like almost like a man, like like he just said, like that sweet doughy. It's kind of like a mandarin with like a little bit of that sweet doughy like background. Doughy, yeah, really, yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like an orange cake. Um, yeah. Delicious and absolutely medicating. Um, gets me like perfectly relaxed, not overly sedated, but also just euphoric. Like I'm happy. We need if we ever have to write reviews, Ben's doing it. Hey. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> just the verbiage, the 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 diction with which you speak these things. <laughs> it's the wine science course, man. <laughs> Here he was like two weeks ago saying, yeah, man. He's like, I could pass courses in that by just saying it tasted like pencil shavings and dirt. That's true. And, and now here he is like, oh, yes, it's the wine tasting course that taught me everything. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Swans. Um, You've been been enjoying some of that new Van Span. Shout out Van Span. Hey, so oh that's which one yeah, is that again? The, oh my God, the, it's <laughs> a OMG. Uh, it's a GMO uh, S1. Uh, there was live rosin of it, and he gifted me a gram of some melt. So shout out him, and uh, yeah, it was fire. Honestly, the melt on it was insane. It greased up really nice, super shiny overnight. The melt on it was amazing. Um, Vance Band's melt in general, like in the last six months, has become something I like thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. Not that it always hasn't been, but like definitely in the last six months, particularly like yeah. <laughs> out of the park. Yeah, some of the new strains, the heads on them have been insane for the yeah. melt. Like I find, like I feel like also that's strain to strain dependent, right? For yep. sure. But yeah, he's he's just been killing it lately. The new strains that he's been washing are fire. Uh, the chemical, speaking of. Uh, I don't remember the cross on that off top. Uh, it's a chem dog cross. And then Does that it have one. that typical like metallic chem dog flavor or is it like a little more? No, I, and that's why it's called the chemsicle. It's a, uh, it has like a, uh, like a, it's like chem dog like, and ice cream cake or something. Yeah. It's like a, like, do you remember those old popsicles? Which the had, yeah, the creamsicles. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's like that white filling on the inside. It tastes like that gotcha, with gotcha. the chem dog. I don't know how to gotcha, explain it. Gotcha, but that makes sense. That's kind of what it tastes like. So it's got like a little, like almost like a, like a cushy funk. Not yeah. Like, I know that's a mislabeled smell, but like 100%. we all know what I mean when yeah. I say that. I, like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. super unique. That one uh, in the Irene OG. Yeah, the Irene OG obviously was a lot heavier. Same thing like the OMG. Uh, but yeah, that. All three of those have been nice heavy hitters yeah. for the week, yeah. I find. All nice hybrids. The OMG is probably definitely a nighttime for me, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes Personally, sense. Personally, but yeah. I always find GMOs like a, yeah. like a past 4 p.m. type of deal. Definitely. <laughs> Gives you that. Um, if, if either what of about you guys want to have, go ahead. Uh, ooh. Um, I had something that was super special. Um, Concentrated X. Here. 
There he goes bragging again, guys. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna take a dab while he's talking about concentrated acts. The thing the thing that Sherm didn't get. Um... <laughs> Just so I... you know, I'm still smoking that A1, not concentrated X. <laughs> I I have to say I was I was very blessed uh, to receive a jar of uh, like straight 120 U heads, and when I say. Like earlier, like I said, I have an experience that was comparable to that that made me smile like an idiot. I'm literally, I took a picture of my face. Ben was sitting here when I hit it, and I couldn't <laughs> stop smiling when I hit it because it was so incredible that it that it reminded me that there's so many experiences I've yet to have, um, especially in the world of you know we talk about hash and rosin and flour, um, hash especially you know just reminded me there's so many experiences I've yet to have, and I love hash. We have a question coming up on that later that we'll cover that, but. If I could have every strain like this at this quality in a, a melt, I'd take it. This just blew my mind. The the Stranana 120U heads just <laughs> again. I almost don't have words. Like I, I'm I'm smiling like an idiot <laughs> again. So I'm just gonna share that picture and hopefully that communicates the way I feel about it. <laughs> I think that's the only thing you can do. <laughs> right? like I looked I looked at Ben right after I hit it and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> Quick, I have to take a picture of my face. <laughs> so yeah, I will share that on the Instagram post for this episode. Um, I've also been enjoying some of the rainbow chip and seedsman haze from Heavenly Days, bringing that seedsman haze back all the way around, now consuming it as a live rosin, just as incredible. Um, we are incredibly spoiled. You know, like I look at the things we've all listed today. Uh, and once again, you know, I'm reminded of how wonderfully spoiled we are. Yeah. How incredibly, um, yeah, privileged facts, privileged and fortunate we are to have so many people producing such quality products and great. Um, pardon? And great. Grateful. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. There's, we, we, we talk about that respect and reverence, you know, I say that every episode, but that's again, giving it here. There's so much talent here. And like this, the rainbow chip from heavenly days, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed um and the seedsman's haze is always a staple like for me every time i have it it's it's one of those like i i just need to stop because i'm gonna just keep dabbing it if it's out like a lot of time i have one dab of it a day and then i just seal it again and put it away because i know i won't waste the bag like i'll feel too bad about wasting it so i'll just seal it again stick it in the back of the fridge and i'm like no no more um yeah so that's that's my kind of what i've been consuming um very very grateful to concentrated x and heavenly days uh Whenever I look at the drawer right now, I feel like I, I'm smoking like a king. So thanks, guys. I, I sincerely appreciate it. Um, let's have a couple of dabs here and take some questions from listeners. And then right before we end the show, we are going to do the Terpene Spelling Bee. Um, so if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, we are doing a Terpene Spelling Bee. So the, the concept just kind of came up in passing, and now we're doing it. So let's we'll see how this happens. Um, <coughs> But before we get there, um, at Tobor Nixon asks, Ty versus Quartz versus Ruby. Obviously, that's a very broad question. Um, please don't bring up Ty anymore, <laughs> like at all. It's just no. Um, I understand there's some folks out there that are still like, yeah, that's it's fine. It's not. Uh, that white stuff is basically titanium's equivalent of rust, titanium oxide. Don't Don't do it. Just don't do it to yourself. All right? Uh, quartz is always going to be number one. Um, Ruby is debatable. I believe in my mind, I think there's enough evidence to prove that Ruby is actually not a safe surface, but that's, again, this is totally opinion. Uh, opinion. yeah, like I'm not referencing 
specific documents. I've just done enough research that I personally don't believe it to be a safe surface to consume off of. Um, anything that's dyed with heavy metals, I think I'm good on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the way I feel about that. Guys, Ben? Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that. Yeah. Quartz. Yeah, quartz, quartz, <laughs> quartz number one. Sure. Uh, I do want to just shout out back in the tie days, like the Omni nail was the goat. I called it the Stanley Cup of like nails. It was pretty much like it functioned like, you know, the best for the titaniums, but facts quartz all day. Like there's no going back after having a quart, like proper quartz banger, slurper, blender, whatever quartz, fam. 100%. And like after trying like quality quartz, over like import quartz man it's like it's worth it 100 yeah, percent, y'all it's worth the it's so worth the upgrade <laughs> is that? there is there is for real though there is a real uh quality difference you know between yeah. the two uh and a lot of people don't notice that that being said there are some real quality import companies coming out now whereas 100%. you know five 100%. years ago it was just trash and that was your option um, yeah. the, the old DH gate $20 hookup. Everyone thinks they're getting the, the special, right? Yeah. That's, if you ever feel like you're wiser than everybody else and you're getting a deal, no one else is getting. You're not read up on snake oil salesman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so Swans, the, the question stuff. from at Tobor Nixon was tie versus quartz versus Ruby. You're a titanium guy, right? Yeah. All time. <laughs> tied till I die. Tie domeless. That's it. No, shape no like domeless, the Stan- man. Fuck the domeless. Shape like the Stanley Cup? Yeah. No, no. He uses titanium nail with quartz dome. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> with the quartz dab tool with like the little thing that screws in. Yeah. That's the collab, man. So, the uh, so that's the answer. I think the overwhelming response from the dummies is quartz. Um, it's kind of weird to refer to ourselves as that, but it's easier than saying like HTD because that sounds like a disease. It's also easier yeah. than saying hash test dummies. HTD. <laughs> like HTD pod looks okay, but when you just say, like, we can't be like, oh, from the HTDs, that makes it sound like we're doing something bad. <laughs> so, uh, Tobor Nixon also asks, what's the best water to use in a piece? Um, I think, Swans, do you want to take this water. one? Distilled water. Yes. There is, in my opinion, nothing else um i know a lot of people stand by putting the fixtures on your tap and all those things to do an equivalent of that at home or a brita filter trust me it is not the same uh distilled water you need zero ppm uh in my opinion especially with the value of pieces now if you have like a little shit kicker or a traveler that you don't really care about by all means do whatever you want but hard water stains suck um and we can probably get some pictures. If you have pictures of hard water stains on your rigs, please send them in to the, the Instagram handle and we'll, we'll share them as an example of kind of what we're talking about here. Cause it's hard water stains are ruthless and we'll get to my cleaning. We got asked about my cleaning method here at the bottom. And that specifically was designed to remove hard water stains. Um, oh, we lost Sherm. That's always fun. <laughs> there he Perfect. is. What, ha- what happened? Yeah. I fucking just accidentally pressed fucking reload. <laughs> Fuck you doing? <laughs> Blooper reel. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Hands down, distilled water. I think that's the answer from all of us. Distilled water. Uh, Fraser Valley Sungrown asks, hash versus rosin. Uh, swans? Hmm. Well, 
I guess again personal preference, but uh, rosin will be cleaner. I guess right. Less. Dip, I guess not necessarily, but I mean, if you In have good clean hash versus good clean rosin, um, I don't know. I guess yeah. Ultimately, comes down to personal preference. If we're talking about cleanliness, then probably the rosin. I think I'm kind of the same way. I think it's like I like I was saying, kind of when I was talking about those 120 U heads from Concentrated X. I think if I could have like if all hash was at that level, I think I'd say hash, um, because it's just not like there yet. And mass, I'm gonna have to say rosin. What about you, Sherm? If I'm going yeah, with putting in joints or on top of my bowls, I'm going to go with hash. But if we're going with dabbing, I'm definitely going with rosin for the same reason you said, right? There's not like a consistent enough quality hash Yeah, that's like six tar, no, like, you know, hold back. It's water. Holy water. Jesus. Ahandobi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I I think uh, I got to go with rosin just because right now that seems to be the most consistently clean um, yeah. product out there. And for me, like my my lungs feel it as someone who doesn't smoke a lot of flour or smoke cigarettes or vape or anything like that. Um, I find I really feel it when I smoke a lot of melt that still has like a bunch of stocks in it and is Definitely. really dirty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd have to go with rosin for now. But if it ever got to like that that case where all of the hash that I that I had available to me was at that level, uh, trust that I'd pretty much exclusively smoke melt. Lord, that's how it would be for me for sure. Um, Ben, yeah. hash versus rosin. Ben says rosin. <laughs> okay uh melt season asks favorite horror thriller movie of the last three years last three years he says um hmm. swans mm, i would say the trilogy the fear street trilogy yeah for me yeah personally i just I watched think. the first one I'm, I'm there with that so i won't talk about the rest of it but yeah that's mine fear street trilogy opinion. yeah okay. i would say that's my favorite right now. Sure. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, like, stupid when it comes to timeline. So, I don't know what released when. Yeah. You can just so pick, just, pick I, one recently if you want. Uh, so, I'm just going. That's why I'm going to go with Fear Street. Because I know for a fact that was in the last three years. But, like, Get Out was probably, like, another good one. Shout out Jordan Peele. Yeah, and shout out Jordan Peele for Us, too. Us was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and, I like, really I, like, that like well. I personally like Candyman. Yeah, Candyman was good. I have not it, seen it yet. Still. It missed parts of it for me, but I, I did find it good. There were some things like it was one of those movies where I felt like I had to work too hard to suspend my disbelief. You know, if that makes sense. And I feel like in horror, yeah, that always kind of takes that. you out of it and makes things less scary. Um, so, yeah. It's like how they did the gentrification thing. That shit was funny to me. Yeah. Ben, do you have movies you want to suggest to Melt Season? Shocking. Ben Ben says no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that answers that. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. Well, I guess he said thriller too. Yeah. I mean, Ben, thrillers. <laughs> he just looks at me and he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> like thrillers, bro. He's like, you want a Disney movie? I he's might like, have one of those. Like, why, are you still, why are you still asking me this? You want to talk about Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I watched that. <laughs> No, Field of Dreams does not count. <laughs> Goddamn Field of Dreams, man. 
Okay. I need something strong when um, I watch that shit. Then we get into Canna Lucas asks, best and worst concert experiences, not including Ben's shows. How do we t- how do we take that? <laughs> oh, I can't think of the best right now. I can't think of the worst. The worst was Snoop Dogg and Slightly Stupid at the Coliseum. Worst is hard. I usually enjoy myself because I'm just like not, I'm like that. So worst concerts hard to think about. I have to think about like who really sucked. I guess like Young Jeezy came on fucking at like two a.m. and then performed for like twenty minutes. Yeah, that was like Lil Wayne out here too. So I'd say maybe, I guess maybe that, but even then probably not that because I was still having a good time. <laughs> Swans. Worst was I can't even remember what it was, but <laughs> it was a show on Granville that we went to. It was packed. It, it ended up being all ages when we got there, so it was just even worse. <laughs> that was probably one of the worst experiences. Best experience, uh, I think it was a Wiz Khalifa concert when I was. I don't even remember how how old. I think it was like 19 whenever he came here. My friends took me. Uh, My birthday, so that was kind of cool. Got in a limo. I went there. Smoked (laughs) weed the whole time. So, (laughs) kind of my thing. (laughs) Uh, Ben, are you going to visit like Jim Dickens from the the (laughs) Southside Folk Festival? Perfect. Okay, I'm going to start with my worst concert experience. Okay. So, my buddy wanted to go see Fall Out Boy. Oh, God. And... Perfect. Not that, <laughs> but Metro Station was opening for them. I don't, even know, I who that don't is. know if you remember that. I believe it's Miley Cyrus's brother's band or something. Yeah. Um, so. And what? they had Party one hit shit. song that was just terrible. I was in like grade seven at the time. And it was scene music. They could not sing. They couldn't play instruments. Like it was oh, just no. a terrible time. The whole, that whole opening set. <laughs> uh, Fall Out Boy seemed incredible after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly um, why they opened for them. Right. <laughs> Uh, for best, no. I have like two very, very hard ties. Um, first one would be Grateful Dead 50th show yeah, in Chicago. Sure. Um, went for all three nights with my dad and my uncle. Yeah. And it that's just stuck with me every yeah. day yeah, since. Of course. Um, second favorite was I went on the Progressive Nation at Sea music cruise back in 2014. And this was a bunch of the like biggest prog bands at the time. Uh, most of them who hadn't been to America yet for a tour. And I got to see Transatlantic, which was a super group comprised of a bunch of guys from like Dream Theater, Marillion, etc. Play their new album as we took off from the port of Miami and kind of looped around the city. So you just had the city going off in the background, beautiful blue ocean on the other side. Nice. And like these epic songs nice. playing. And yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous, man. I You said Dream Theater and it immediately made me remember my best concert, Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. 100%. Iron Maiden and the Dream Theater? <laughs> what? The Iron Maiden Dream Theater show? Yeah, Dream Theater opened and then it was Iron Maiden and Iron Maiden played way longer. Like, I swear to God, they played a slight, yeah, an encore set. Yeah, I swear. It was one of the most incredible concerts I've ever been to. That was my graduation night. And I missed Dream Theater to go to my graduation at my parents' request. I was pissed. <laughs> Caught Iron Maiden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that's best. With with probably like G- the second John Mayer concert I went to being close second. Because the first one was still so when he was recording, worst? like doing his album shit. Okay. Oh, like I said, I said earlier, uh, Snoop Dogg, Slightly Stupid. is my worst <laughs> oh, yeah, concert yeah, yeah, ever. Word, word, Hands yeah. down. That was like the, the worst fucking shit I've ever been to. Best uh, would be hard for me. 
I have like too many bets because I'm always having too good of a time. That's what I mean. It's hard to like pick them. That's why I had to be like, okay, one and then like a second. And like, it's kind of hard for me to even say the John Mayer one because like I like that concert because he barely played any of his own music. Like he he played like all like crazy old like guitar songs. Like he was playing a lot of like Hendrix and stuff like that. Like it was a lot of Stevie that's Ray Vaughan. It was a nice. lot of fun to watch. Right? And that's kind of what he's known for now, like with like the John Mayer trio of stuff and filling in for the dead, like right. dead friends and stuff, right? The um, Cirque du Soleil count is a concert experience. Sure. So I watched Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil in Vegas Ooh, on LSD. Concert experience. <laughs> I told you this guy's story. Remember, I was like yep. tripping out, thinking there's like voices in the seats, telling my homies they're like, "No, you're tripping out." Until finally, they're like, "No, nah, you're right. There is voices in the seats." <laughs> it was crazy. You know, like Shambhala, that shit was crazy. Like, there's just too much crazy shit that like goes down. Yeah, man. There's there's a lot to choose from when you've been to a, to you yeah. know good concerts and you specifically only go to good ones. Like, I'm trying hard right. to scoop some tickets for the Elton John farewell tour in Vancouver because it all got delayed. <laughs> so like a lot of tickets freed up. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna try real hard to get tickets for that because like I guarantee you that'll become probably my new best concert experience. Especially if you I guys get, ever try get up close. Oh yeah. But like I not non, not for me, concerts, not for I mean. me with with concerts. I only like yeah. doing stuff like that, like a calm, quiet environment at home. Quiet, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I'm not much of like a do right. stuff out guy. Um, yeah. That's probably why I say like they're all the best because I've always been on psych, so it's always like sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So we have that's our best and worst concert experiences, not including Ben's shows. Um. Let's do. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that positive or insulting? Um. One true new fast <laughs> favorite books. Ben, do you have a favorite book? Uh, I do. The Color of Magic by Terry Pratchett. Hey. First novel in the Discworld series. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much kicked off my love of reading as a kid. You fantasy so. nerd, you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Man, that's a hard one. Like, I can't even like, remember books that I really like, cared about like that to say a favorite. I remember like... In my teen years, I read this book about evil by like Terry Eagleton or some shit that just kind of like <laughs> dissected like society and why people do the evil shit they do. And like, you know, it used case studies from like different events that happened. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. I was a weirdo in teen. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be weak old me. Everyone probably knows this already. Song of Ice and Fire. Mm. Like all, all of the Game of Thrones books, anything from that world. Word. I'm a junkie for it. Give it to me. So like I yeah that's that's all my favorite books anything from that world swans do graphic novels count uh, yeah graphic novels <laughs> count yeah yeah all right there you go so it's just like anything in that graphic like... novels are books hundred percent if a novel is a book then a graphic novel is a book yeah, yeah. facts swans uh, so for me go. it was uh there's rich dad poor dad I like that book and oh, uh, synchronicity uh, I don't remember the author but it was given to me when I worked at Canvas Culture and uh, yeah. It, Never really leaves my mind to tell you the truth. Just crazy how things link sometimes. Yeah, good books stay there. Yeah, you know, like yeah. we talked about, like just those experiences kind of, you can repeat them in your mind. You can see them. We talked about like those horror movies that kind of fucked us up, right? It's the same with things like with books because you have to create that mental image yourself Definitely. entirely, right? Yeah. So, final questions here. Uh, at underscore crispy one asks, I don't know why that just made me laugh. I don't know why every time I read the word crispy, it makes me think of that stupid clip of that news anchor reading crispy bacon and just dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking such a child. Uh, so at underscore crispy one asks, 
glass cleaning tips for flour and dab rigs. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I guess, lots, right? Like, for the individual, it's like, you know, like Sher mentioned, if he's going to just clean it to maintain, to use it to his everyday, or do you want to deep clean it? So, I guess there's different cleaning methods for how you want to clean it. So, I guess if you start flour. Yeah, I guess yeah. you want flour, deep clean, say hot water, ISO, same thing with dab, rigs, salt. both I'd salt. I'd say salt for flour. Salt. Yeah, yeah, salt. Yeah. Definitely salt. Um, Any kind of... Uh, even grunge off things like that work, um, orange chronic, but alcohol would be the best. I would say ninety nine percent alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. you don't you don't have to like you know. And I'm gonna say you don't have to overcomplicate it, but that's probably the worst thing to say when I'm about <laughs> to give the advice that I give. Um, <laughs> yeah, for flower rigs, I'm with Swans. I think I think hot water. Sherm can chime in on this better, but hot water, uh, a little bit of like rock salt, like specifically like yeah. the, like the thicker stuff because it will deteriorate, not scratch. Right, it's not hard right. enough to scratch. Um, so just give that a really good shake. Um, and usually you'll get any kind of hard matter off the walls of your bong. That being said, when I smoke flour out of (laughs) bongs, it never sits long enough for like matter to build up and I don't suck anything through. So that said, like cleaning is also kind of subjective to how dirty you make your bong or your rig on a regular basis. Sharon, what do you think? Yeah, facts. Like if some people, I know like some people, like them heady boys out here will like take a one rip and clean out the bong and then load it up for a next strip. Like, and they're like cleaning in between rips. Some people might clean in between sessions. I got like, I used to when I first got my piece and then I got lazier. So I started cleaning like, you know, every couple of days, every few days, every week now. Yep. And like, yeah, just ISO. Uh, a lot of heady boys tell me don't use hot water. And though they say even wash with distilled water and stuff. I don't really care to listen to that. Uh, so, but like with the, what's that other shit, the DC clear, if you heat that up and boil it and put it in your bong, it really helps get like film and shit off. Yeah. Yeah. The DC glass cleaner is great for like hard stains. So, yeah. So this is for me. So like he, he also asked what's my method, uh, like specifically what's my method because we had chatted about it last time a little bit and I just alluded to like, I have some dumb method I use for clear glass and it works like a charm. Um, so on my my mothership straight fab, like clear glass gets filthy fast, and like especially yeah. with the straight fab with all those those holes and everything, it it just gets dirty fast. There's not a lot of water in there. Um, you need to clean it a lot. So what I use is, and I know people are bringing the like, cost oh, sacrilege, but with the type of piece it is, it's a you know, I'm not worried about it. I think all the like all of the welds are solid. Uh, I don't feel like a little bit of heat is going to kill it, so I don't use hot water. But I do use like like a like a warm water. Uh, get the rig to a point where it's like a little bit more than the, like the warmth of your body. So you know, like if you're putting a temperature gun in it, you're going to be like probably forty to forty five degrees. You're probably not going to want to heat it up any more than that because you can risk like actually shocking the glass, right? Um, yeah. And it will feel warm to the touch when you grab it because it's hotter than your body, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what I try and get it to. And then I use so I I do a standard rinse with uh, the warm water and then ISO and get almost all of the matter out to the point where it doesn't smell or anything anymore. Uh, then what I do is I take so it's Green Top OxyClean. Uh, shout out to Invest. What is it? Invest in Headies that like started this idea and then I kind of just expanded on it. Um, so you need it's basically like a sprinkle of Green Top OxyClean, which is the scent free. It's basically like a, laun- a laundry and house detergent. So I use a little bit of that in there, uh, primarily white vinegar a little bit of warm water, a drop of dish soap, and a drop of CLR. And, like, I, I shit you not, I stand by this. My piece has been used every single day since the day I bought it in whatever it was, June or July. And if I go clean it right now, it'll look like it's never been used. 
I can attest to it too. Works yeah. wonders. So like I, I'll post pictures of like a post cleaning. I'll, I'll go clean it and like post pictures of it. That's the way I stand by. I don't think I've missed anything. And then I, so I shake, give that a really good shake. The vinegar and the OxyClean will react. So keep in mind that it builds a gas inside a chamber. You do not want to seal both ends. Only seal one end of your rig and allow the gas to escape through one end or the other. Um, I also, <laughs> I don't know if it's actually true, but I like to let it kind of go out of both ends a little bit and, and push up so you get kind of that reaction happening on the walls uh, of the inside of the piece. Give it a really good shake. Give it a good rinse out with that same water. You can do that step again if you see any hard water stains remaining. But like you will watch hard water stains disappear using this. And like maybe not years and years and years old ones because I have some pieces that are stained and that doesn't work to remove them. But if you have a clear piece that still doesn't have stains, you can absolutely use this method. Um, and you have to make sure that once that piece has come to room temperature, once you've rinsed it like in the sink or whatever, uh, and it's sitting on its mat, you have to let it come to room temperature before you rinse it with distilled. Don't let the water dry. It's be very careful. It's about eight, like, you know, seven, eight minutes to let that rig come to room temperature. Don't let the water dry on it or you will just create new hard water stains. So you do actually, if you want clear glass to stay clear, you do actually have to rinse it with distilled at the end. And I actually go a step further and I also use a device to dry out the inside of my rig if I'm not using it. It's like a little uh, uh, air dust. Air pump. Yeah, I yep. forgot about yeah, that. Word. Yeah. So that's the extent, like, again, like, <laughs> I know I said don't overcomplicate it, but I mean, I overcomplicate it. And, <laughs> and to be honest, I do it because it works. That's the thing is if, if it didn't, I wouldn't go through all of the hassle of adding all of these things like a potion to my rig, right? Like, um, <laughs> I, I don't have time for that if it didn't work. It does work, and I stand by it. Uh, so that's, that's my method. Let's get into the terpene spelling bee here really quick. Ooh. Ooh. Here we go. The terpene spelling bee. Okay, All guys, right. here's the rules. We have three rounds containing three terpenes each for a total of nine terpenes today. Contestants, the three of you, will buzz in using the provided buzzers. Uh, guys, <laughs> we didn't quite get around to that part yet, so you're just gonna have to make some noises. Uh, I'd like you all to tell me what your buzzer noise is gonna sound like for the duration of this game, so I know who buzzed in first. Ben, I'm gonna go with bat. Okay. Sure. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the close to his. Duck quack is your <laughs> my fucking Oink. face hurts again. <laughs> Ow. I feel like I should change mine though. It's your life. No, that's fine. Okay, so yours again? Bang. Sherm? Huh? Swans? Quack. <laughs> 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 this was the greatest idea to do this for the back half of the show. <laughs> what was yours again? Okay, <laughs> you guys, you guys got to be louder when you buzz in because you guys just start buzzing in at the exact same time. So if you're not loud enough, I won't know who's who. Okay, I'm, do, I'm doing my best here. All right, so contestants will buzz in using the provided buzzers. The winners might get something, I guess, maybe, probably not. So let's let's dive into round one of the terpene spelling bee. Contestants, are you ready? Shermlotto, 
Yo. Black Swan? Yep. Uno? Yes, sir. All right. We are prepared. <laughs> Round one. Your first question. The terpene is awesomey. I repeat again. <laughs> Sherm Lotto. Could you repeat the terpene, please? Yo, man. <laughs> Yo, Yo, man. That's not how this works. Oh, okay. Awesome. O-P-I-M-E-N-E. Shermlato has successfully spelled the first question correctly. The first terpene correctly. I'm too caught up in trying to write this down. I'm actually trying to keep track of this because I did three of these. So we're going to be doing these on a semi-regular basis. Okay. I just had too many of these to choose from. <laughs> okay. Contestants, are you ready? Question number two. Terpene number two. Fucked up again. My bad. Linalool. <laughs> Uno. L-I-N-A-L-O-O-L. Correct. Umundo. Forgot my sound. Terpene number two. Terpene number two. Aborted to Uno. Shrimlato has one. Uno has one. And Black Swan trails. The last terpene in round number one. Myrcene. Uno. M-Y-R-C-E-N-E. That is correct. Uno takes the lead with two terpenes spelled correctly. Shermlato with one and Black Swan with zero. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite yet. Round two, the first terpene, bisabolol, shermolato, B-I-S-A-B-O-L, that is incorrect, you are disqualified, remaining contestants, bisabolol, Uno. B-I-S-A-B-O-L-O-L. That is correct. Yeah. Uno, once again, just this lead is growing. 3-1. Well, this guy's been studying. He has. Yeah, this guy's like spent all night. I know. These guys aren't going to beat me at this fucking spelling bee. (laughs) (laughs) He's making up for that one There's no bitterness here. Back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The second. Terpene. In round number two, Valencine. I repeat. Eh. Ooh, Shermolato. V-A-L-E-N-C-E-N-E. That is correct. Jeez. This guy. Man, you might have to start buzzing in here. He's <laughs> just <laughs> shitting the bed. <laughs> you know what's I shouldn't have there? picked a weird like, sound, man. Uh, makes, then change it to something again? quicker. Sorry? Then change it to something quicker. You just make any noise. No, no, no. Yeah. So, just go Hundo P. <laughs> Just click the buzzer. Whatever you want, bro. Okay. The sixth terpene at hand. The terpene spelling me the first annual. Borneol. I repeat, Borneol. Uno. B O R. N-I-O-L. 
That is incorrect. You are disqualified. Shermlotto and Black Swan. I repeat, repeat it. Borneal. 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 B O R. Or huh? Shermlotto. Borneo? That's what it was? B O R N E O L? That is correct. The score is now 3 3 between Shermlotto and Uno. Black Swan would have to hit every single one of the remaining three terpenes in round three. And we are now in the, I, 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 out of whatever stupid voice this is, I don't, I don't even know what to call this round. We're going to call it the hyphenated round for now. Because I think for reasons that are fairly obvious and yeah. I probably don't need to tell oh, you guys in advance. Okay. Round three. Terpene number seven. Beta philandrine. I repeat. Beta Philandry. Who know? B E T A dash P H E L A N. That is incorrect. I am sorry. Could you, you are disqualified. Shermlado and Black Swan. Beta Philandrine. Beta. The silence is deafening. <laughs> Black Swan. B E T A dash P H I L. That is incorrect. <laughs> Shermlato, you have three seconds. Three. Beta Philand. Two. B E T A dash P H I. That is incorrect. So I'm sorry. Damn. Nobody. What was the spelling? The spelling of beta philandrine is B-E-T-A hyphen P-H-E-L-L-A-N-D-R-E-N-E. Beta philandrine. This is way too much fun. What terpene is that? I, I honestly I don't remember. Okay. I was looking through so many. Like I, I found the whole list of like the hundred and twelve or whatever yeah, that were okay. published. So like I was looking through so many. It was like exhausting. Was quite a few, yeah. That's why like I said I have three of these built out. So <laughs> we have two questions remaining. Black Swan. I hate to inform you, my friend. There's no no point at which you can win this game. Perfect. I'm going to take a dab. I am going to introduce a new <laughs> rule called the wild card. Because card. there's no reason not to, and this game needs something else. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to miss the next question, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you on the next one. That's a secret. Of a wild card. Yeah, secret. I'm going to tell you it's when, a wild the card. when the final question comes around. Final question. Now, wild you guys card. can use it to game the next time if you want to figure out how to game the system. Ben's grinning already. <laughs> okay. The second to last. Terpene of the day, the first annual hashtag dummies terpene spelling bee is <laughs> beta caryophylline. Huh? 
Shermlato. B E T A hyphen C A R Y O P H E. I apologize. Shermlato, that is incorrect. You are disqualified. Black Swan and Uno. Beta Caryophylline. Bet. Uno. B E T A hyphen C A R O L Y P H Y. That is incorrect. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not Carry Alphaline. But but that was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Black Swan, you have three seconds. Beta carry off. E T A hyphen <laughs> C A R Y O P H L E N E. Wrong. That is incorrect. Wrong. Beta. Can I get it right? Carry off. I know it. Oh, okay. I missed uh, the O. You do not get points. No, you don't have to point me. You don't get to point me, but I know what it was. I will allow you to spell it. So it's the carry off. Let me spell C A R O P. That is incorrect. H. Carry off. You said you said you said C A R O, bro. Carry off. Carry. Oh, my bad. Why, man? Yeah, you got it. Yes. Yeah. It's that PH I know, it was the second Damn. O. I missed the second O. Damn, this round three lived up to what I was hoping it would. Just hitting you guys the hard ones. All right, so All the b- introducing the wi- wild car- card rule. Wild what card, did I just try card. to say? Uh, <laughs> uh, so the wild card rule, Swans. This basically only applies to you in today's situation in the Terpene Spelling Bee. You have not answered a single question correctly. Thus, you sit at zero points. Zero if, and only if, you spell the next terpene correctly, you can win the game. Nice. Hey, give me the fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, no, we don't. We I get was, a chance. To I know. was we waiting for like some like fanfare or something. I don't know. I Let's guess I, got, I would have to hit the board for that. You gotta beat me to the buzzer, man. <laughs> What? That would be my buzzer if we were actually playing and I was in it. Um, okay. The final terpene of the day. The first annual hashtag dummy spelling bee is trans narrow The Sherm gets that first. Yo, that's the one that's been in my mind since we started this. And watch me get it wrong. You said trans right? Narrow lidol. Neurolidol. Trans neurolidol or trans neurolidol. T R A N S hyphen N E R I D O L. That is incorrect. Damn. Uno. T R A N S dash N E R O L I D O L. That is correct. Damn. Oh. And with that. Got it. On the final question. Uno, you are the winner Young of Benjamin. the first annual Hashtag Dummies Terpene Spelling Bee. I'm sorry. Uh, you Good win job, nothing. Uno. There, there is water inside if you're thirsty. 
But <laughs> <laughs> so with the final score of, of four, three, and zero, Uno takes home the non-existent medal for the first <laughs> place prize in the first annual hash test Emmy's Terpene Spelling Bee. And uh, you know, as I look at this, I think that about does us for the day, guys. We we cool to wrap this one up. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a good end to the episode. <laughs> I almost made it through the whole episode without coughing into my microphone, but damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's pretty far away. You're, I think you're good. <laughs> Thanks, man. That was nice, comforting. Uh, you can find us at hashtag dummies underscore on Instagram, and you can find our handles in the link in the description below. You can also find our show every second Sunday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast distribution platforms. Thank you for listening. A hundred of each.